Welcome to the Metalist, where we discuss our top five personal favorites. Yeah. Is that what you want to call it? We can all things metal, all things distorted guitars. If you dig it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Don't forget, rate and review, like and subscribe, give us a follow, maybe give us a share. Now, you know what time it is? What time is it? I'm ready for some fucking God Hammered. The metal The metal And now your hosts, David Dilo Lopez and Jason Smith. This is the Metalist. Greetings, one and all. Thanks again for joining us. Good morning, good evening, whatever time it is you're, you're listening to this, whenever it is you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. It's the Metalist Podcast. I'm David. I am the Black Light. The Black no, just, Light. Just Jason. Yeah. And this is our good friend Travis from A Hero Within and a million other bands. Say hi, Travis. Hey, how's it going? And so today, he's bringing to us a band that we've brought up in light conversation amongst ourselves. We're talking about from Finland, amongst many other bands, Ghost Brigade. Yes. Is it safe to say they're one of your favorite bands, based on previous conversations? Absolutely. Um, after discovering them, yeah, they, they, they became one of my favorite bands, and they just got better and better and better after every record, in my opinion, you know. All four of them. Yeah, R. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, de- definitely, like, the cool thing about Ghost Brigade that always got me was, um, it's like, the guy's like not the best singer in the world for but for what he did and yeah. how he did it it made it the best that it could be you know I, like I he that. sounded Absolutely. so fucking rad dude yeah <laughs> he had almost in the early stuff he almost had like a nothing face kind of scream yeah okay, yeah, yeah you know he Rest had in peace that guy too. he had the the yes. nothing face kind of scream you know I'm glad someone else noticed that because yeah. that's the first thing i thought when i heard this band like i thought this is like nothing face meets like november's doom yeah, Ooh, that's what call. it reminded me of. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no real fucking standout anything. They're just a really fucking good band. Like, everything works, but I don't think like, I mean, there's no, I don't, there's no solos. So it's not. There's like a little bit. bit they, they, I think they accent notes. They did. They did kind yeah. of more of the Paradise Lost thing, where they would just come in and just yeah. accent. I can't say like, notes. oh, they got a shreddy guitar player. Yeah. The drummer doesn't do anything like too crazy. He has the singer's great not like the greatest singer ever, and like the you know it's like they're it's not like their bass players fucking doing solos or anything. It's there's nothing really just like that stands out other than the songwriting. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. that's really what fucking kind of as, stands out. And as the production, a, as a whole, really they too. just they're 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 great. You yeah. know, they're not individually cool coming together. They just they just get together and they bring in their own elements and it. Fuck yeah. It makes it very much what it is. I fucking love Ghost Brigade. Dude. Yeah, me I too. I fucking love them so much, man. Like they're probably the fucking. I mean, they're probably one band I would say high on the list of like bands that I fucking love the most that I talk about the least. 
I don't know why. Well, it's probably I mean, because not a lot of people know him. You're like, you can't bring up Ghost Brigade in a conversation you, in front of a bunch of metalheads. Well, well, I love like, that band. Or you know? if you do, sure. it's like you're just going to have to explain what they are. Exactly. And it's just like, if I'm not in the mood to do that, it's like, fuck, whatever. Yeah, I won't bring it up. Or I'll, you'll bring it up, you'll be like, fuck, dude, Ghost Brigade. And everybody's like, who? who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's, they're this great band from Finland, man. You should check them out. You know, they kind of sound but like I mean, it's I've like, told ah. people about them before. I've yeah. posted them on Facebook and stuff I've had. I've turned people on to Yeah, like a friend of mine, big Insomnium fan, never heard of them. And he was just like, yeah, I fucking like that shit, man. But, I mean, they're almost, they're very similar. Uh, speaking of, like, oh, well, actually, I guess we should probably get into the first part. And that is, what is your first exposure uh, to the Ghost Brigade? Like, what year? It's not the Ghost Brigade. It's just Ghost Brigade. Right. Um, like, what year was it, roundabout? Um, let me think. Let me think. I'm going to look at the timetable here on my phone of because uh, the first record I heard from them was their second record. Isolation Songs came out yeah, in 2009. 2009. So I think I came across them in about 2012. Uh, yeah, because then One With The Storm came out after that. And um, I, I literally just, I think I was, I'm trying to remember how I came across because I don't believe I was using Spotify in 2012 I was probably just I think I was like just downloading albums <laughs> you know like iTunes uh, yeah, rest well, in peace no, I don't even think it was iTunes I think I think he's talking about illegal yeah stuff. I think I oh wink wink <laughs> well I think I think I'd I'd found like and and I I downloaded uh that that record because I liked their name I thought they had a rad name and I remember back when I was like in high school and shit like that, I had, I would always get the Century Media catalog in the mail. Yeah. And yeah. I would just flip through and like whatever band that had a rad name or a rad album cover, I would wait till I got paid and I would go to Blue Meanie and I would buy it. Uh. And I'd never hear it. I wouldn't hear it until I took it home. I used to walk out of there like stacks of CDs. Yeah, dude. And, yeah. I, and I thought they had a rad name. And then one night I was, uh, I was just like, Super stone, and I just put some headphones on, and I listened. I listened to the first song, which was "Suffocated" off that record, and I was like, "It's like you know, comes in with the melodic stuff," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. this is cool." And then when it comes and in that with that riff, when it when it hits that fuck, it's all. Yeah, I was listening to it on the way here, and then I heard the guy's voice, and I was like, "Oh, this is rad," but I didn't really like grab to it, like think it was super super cool like i thought it was rad and had a good feel to it and i remember listening through it and just kind of like you know listening through it and i never really caught anything until like the second or third time i listened to it and then i heard um well, let me pull it up it's, there's so many good songs i heard um into the black light and i heard him sing clean and like the melodies in it and then with the heavy and i was like Oh man, this they they got it because I'm a huge like Catatonia fan, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it was it was right up my alley. Anything that has that doomy, just dark kind of droney sound, you know. Then they go into the clean stuff, and and yeah, I was sold after that. And then when they came out with their next record, it, I, my, my my head was like blew right off. Right, just yeah. I was like, all right, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. I think the mo the first time I was exposed to them was you talking about them on Facebook or something like that. So by yeah. that property, I say thanks. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think I posted into the blacklight. Yeah, for it's got to be that around that time because I mean it seems like shortly after they broke up, right? Yeah, so. yeah. 
they, As they some bands do, unfortunately. But they made some rad records Absolutely. up until then. And, like, you know, I'm a big guy with tracing lineage as far as bands. I can only speculate as to, like, where their influences <laughs> came from because there's nothing really out there that I could find, you know? They're, like, the most mysterious band I, ever, dude. Yeah. Like, there's just not a lot of info on them on, on the internet currently. Yeah. And I don't even know that that's intentional. Like, they might just be really solemn about it, you know? So, back that up. Yes, it was um, It was before that. So, it was around 2010, 2011, because mm-hmm. I remember when their Until Fear No Longer Leads Us, that, that was the record that came out after. And that's that's the one I was like, I heard, I, I knew it was coming, and I was super excited about it. So, yeah, I right. got my timelines crossed a little bit there. Nice. What, what about you? Other than Facebook. Well, that was that's, it. That's it, was, it right there. Was him talking about Do you it listen I, to him very much? Not much. I, no. In fact, it's one of those bands that you really don't think about, in, in my case, until it was, okay, it's time to run up. And then I really had to sit there and pick it apart in a way that I hadn't before. You know, I'm still trying to, I couldn't find lyrics anywhere, which seems like it should be easy to do, dark lyrics or something like that. So I don't really have any insight on that. Just picking apart, they seem to have like styles of songs in groupings like like they have these kind of you ever heard of the elephants stampeding type riffs just is to the kind best of stomp to, in it yeah it's the best way to that describe was like it. the suffocation or the suffocator and it's just like half time on the drums you know yeah and then there's just a lot of like shimmering stuff and then like there's ones that just evolve from one thing to another and they can almost be put into like three different parts or movements or however you want to call them. And then sometimes they'll mix them all up, mm-hmm. you know, like, like it's not what I would traditionally call progressive, but it is right. It's, it's moving from one thing to another while still maintaining. Yeah, the momentum. drummer definitely didn't play standard four, four beats the further along in their records that they came in, you know, they, he, yeah. he would still too, do four, like, four time, but they've got some, cause they dip into some fucking sludgy stuff. Mm-hmm. Or at least that area. I mean, they. I'm trying to think of what actually got me into it. Like, because I downloaded it. I mean, the first one I heard was the first album. But I didn't like. I didn't think it was that amazing. I was the just guided like, oh, by whatever. fire one. Yeah, I just kind of okay. listened to it, whatever. But I think it was because I had downloaded Cult of Luna. Ah, uh, okay. And I was really into, like, Cult of Luna. I was. Oh, fuck, I've been into, you know, sludge stuff forever. I wasn't, like, a big Doom head, but, like, I did like some Doom bands, I guess. I mean, um, especially if they're, like, the Stoner Doom or the fucking, right. you know, like, the Crowbar style of Doom, that that kind of Doom I really liked. But, yeah. like, Paradise Lost and even November's Doom, I mean, so October Tide and stuff like that, like, some of that stuff's a little too fucking mellow. I feel like, like Jesus Christ, cool. dude. Like, yeah, but side project. I think that's what I was getting you know, um, as day, as uh, daylight dies or something like that. I think that was another yep. one that I was getting at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I was kind of grabbing them, like I was going to websites, like you were going to Century Media catalog. I was going to websites and just like basically looking at like, okay, if if if, if this band is like this, then what else is in that category? And then I would just fucking straight up download everything in that category, mm-hmm. everything I could find. Yeah. So by the time I did this, this was probably like. 2000 probably 11 or 12 and so i had i had that stuff but also like i didn't really start listening to them a lot until i had spotify in like 2013 Mm -hmm. same i mean i that's when i've 
and then you can find a whole bunch of other bands that are in the same category. Well, yeah, that's what I, I was discover gonna... new music almost every single same fucking day, dude. Oh, dude, I was, yeah. we, there's a, there or if is... you just put it on a radio, like Ghost Brigade Radio, and it just starts yeah. cycling all these other bands. There's some episode we have, I don't think it's come out yet. <laughs> yeah, Which one? I don't remember which one it was, but I was like fucking talking about like all those fucking people that like fucking Spotify just rips artists off. Fucking people need to buy music again. I'm like, okay, here's the deal. You're fucked either way because you're not making any money. Yeah. Do you want people to know who you are or not? Because mm-hmm. well, nowadays it's Spotify. Spotify yeah. like listeners and followers and plays dominate yeah. the entire industry. I'm like, Dude, you have fucking dudes rapping now about fucking streams. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I get more streams than you and shit? I was like, what? Like back in the day, how they would sing about going platinum and yeah. whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, They're still doing platinums just yeah. on singles. It's yeah. weird, though, because it was basically someone like, oh, you know, fucking people need to buy music and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I'll tell you right now, man. Like, if you put people back to buying music, all these fucking artists that fucking you're seeing people on Twitter, on Facebook, and blah, blah, blah all these artists, you're like, Huh, never heard of that. And someone's like, I fucking love this shit. Guess what? That's going away. Yeah. Because now I have to spend my fucking money on music, like more than fifteen dollars that I'm paying a month for fucking Spotify. Guess what? I don't have money for that. You pay fifteen a month for Spotify? Yeah, I got the family, family plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can stream on multiple platforms. Well yeah, and I have like Romeo's on mine, Deja's on mine, and then I'm gonna do a metalist one too because I think I have five. Sweet. I yeah, no, that's and and then also the fact of the matter of you can fucking, you can hear so many bands that aren't signed that aren't having record labels yeah. promoting their shit and to distributing their stuff. You can find independent artists that are just paying two hundred bucks a tune core and putting all their shit on the platforms. Yep. You know, Bandcamp and fucking SoundCloud, all that yeah. shit. Like I'm like, dude. That's the thing. Those dudes that are complaining about not getting paid, you're not going to get paid anyway. Your band isn't that great. There you like, go. Like, I hate to fucking break it to you, but your band isn't that good. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, if you, you either get paid or you don't, do you want people to know who you are or not? Right. That's really what you're going for. Did it save it? Oh, yeah. We're good again. And then that's oh, the we're, other we're on? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking and we're on. That was the other thing I said was, like, exposure now can fucking... It, it's not going to pay your bills, but if you're fucking even halfway fucking smart... Figure out a way to make your fucking exposure. Pay your fucking bills. You mm-hmm. have ways to do that now, and you don't have to tour to do it. No, right? no. The, the, literally, you can. I mean, basically, like the breakdown of of Spotify. Yeah, it's a lot different. So the, the basic number. So for every um, every million plays that you get on Spotify, yeah. you make forty five hundred bucks. Yeah. So every million spins is forty five hundred bucks. But, I mean, when you have, you know, if you're doing it independently, because if you're on, if you're signed to a label, the they're, label's taking 80% of that. They're taking that cut. They're 80% of it. I, I've, I've talked to musicians, and I know of bands that would be millionaires right now if they weren't signed to a label with their place that they've, they've gotten. Um, but then you get, you know, dudes that are, are independent, and they're putting their shit out there, and they, you know, they have you know, 32 million monthly listeners and they have like 160 million fucking plays on that. So just 4,500 bucks for every million and you got 160 fucking million plays. And that's not counting fucking YouTube shit. That's not counting fucking YouTube's a totally different platform. Yeah. Build a social media. Totally different atmosphere. Like what the fuck? Don't tell me. I mean, again, you're still thinking in the old way. That's all it is. You're still thinking of the old way, dude. And it's like the old way's dead. Get yep. over it, man. Yeah. Live in the now. Don't like, be an old head. Yeah. <laughs> well phrased. 
you know so it's straight up yeah like literally if if you have music that's good and you basically if you can get it heard if you can get it heard you can be it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter what you fucking dress like it doesn't matter what you fucking oh yeah how much money you have behind you if you have good songs and you can get them heard you can be the biggest fuck look at i i i love post malone shit but look at the guy. He's not like he's not the typical pop hip hop guy right. like that's in good shape that fucking has the certain look to him. No, nobody gives a shit about like dude, he, it doesn't matter. He has all the fucking listens in the world and it doesn't matter like dude, dudes no want to be him name. and chicks want to fuck him and that's it, yeah. dude. Right. No one no one cares about the name anymore. No, no. one cares about the album it's All art. about the music. Like yeah, it's if you're it's fucking artist music, fucking world now it is dude big time that's what i was that's what i was telling that guy it's like you know you're saying that but as a fucking listener i'm finally not trapped by the fucking radio anymore i'm finally not trapped by mtv anymore man i can literally i don't have to listen to anything i don't want to Mm -hmm. so why do i care if my chemical romance is doing a comeback i don't like that shit but i also don't feel like one i'm not an asshole so i don't see why i would bother to tell my chemical romance fans that there's something wrong with them but also because i saw it with rage against the machine too all these fucking people you know oh fucking here we go all the old guys yeah, yeah all the old guys here we go like but even then like also even even that aside i still that affects that has no effect on my life at all them, them doing a comeback anything in the old days Probably because I wanted to watch MTV and now I got to see fucking My Chemical Romance fucking news or whatever. But e- now, if you see any of that on MTV at all, well, no, I mean back then yeah. when you when you would. If I wanted to watch MTV, I had to see shit that I didn't want to fucking see. Like I had to listen to things I didn't want to listen to. If I wanted to listen to the radio, I had to listen to songs that I didn't want to fucking hear. Right now, currently, the only time I ever have to listen to anything I don't want to hear. I'm getting paid because I'm at work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. other than that, dude, I don't have to listen to anything I don't want to. So it's like, what's the problem? Like, people still act like they're trapped, uh, you know, from MTV and the radio. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. No, it is an artist world and it's a listener's world. Like, now's your chance. And you, you know? have the, you, you literally, with the fucking phone and, and a streaming app, you have the entire entire music world yeah. i'm talking world, world yeah world at yeah. your fingertips so much to the point where back in the day remember when we get cds and shit like that and you'd be like fuck man i really want to listen to this and i can't wait to listen to that now you're like i don't even know what i want to listen to <laughs> yeah like i i, I, I i'm, yeah. I'm kind of burned out on everything yep you know so so that's when spotify's rad because you're like well, you know, I kind of want to listen to this, but I kind of want to listen to that. And then it's, boom, the plethora of bands that are like, if you like this band, listen to this, 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 this. And you're like, hold it down, take a preview. Nah, not really. Hold it down, take a preview. Third or fourth band in there, you're going to be like, this sounds fucking pretty cool. I get in this. And then, and then all of a sudden you discover a new fucking band that you never heard of that has maybe 5,000 people that even give a shit about them, but it's you love them too, mm-hmm. you know? Not just pre-made playlists for fucking specific bands. But they also have pre-made playlists, not just for specific genres, specific moods. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you yep. can type in moods, mm-hmm. and they have 
fucking playlist made for I want Netflix movies. and chill. Perfect. There's a yeah. whole fucking playlist of that, and I don't even need to turn Netflix it's on. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, never been, it's never been harder to pick because everything's there, but it's also never been easier to find new shit. So it's like, dude, that, there's genres now that I never even fucking knew existed, and I'm yep. like, damn, this is fucking kind of yep. cool right now. I might not like this in two weeks, but right now, it's, this is the shit. This is and this is jam. what I need to hear right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted when I was a kid. Yeah. You I just know? discovered Stenchcore the other day. Interesting. Stenchcore? Yeah. All right. It's basically just more death metal influenced crust punk, but I'm down for that too. Interesting. It's just when you go to the shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Pepe Le, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. Ew. Those dudes stink. That's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, I Back mean. Back to Ghost I guess. Well, yeah, no. So. You just tack core onto anything and. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many different subgenres and genres and this and that and this and that. And then there's and, and, and the funny thing about it is there's genre Nazis too that will like Oh yeah. They'll like, oh well that's this and it's like, dude, that's a metal band. No, it's not. It's this, this, and this, and this yeah, this yeah. genre and that. Dude, eat a dick, man. It's mm-hmm. fucking good music is what it is. Or it's bad music, exactly. you know? It doesn't matter the but the the, the subgenres, it's out of control. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> out of control. Well, that's what I was not not the same thing, but I was saying that like Finnish bands kind of have their own vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, well, first of all, Scandinavian in general. Yeah, you know, but like Finland in particular. Uh, what was it? Obama when he went there, he congratulated them on having the the most amount of metal bands per capita or whatever for the entire country. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. No, because <laughs> I remember there was some. I showed you that map, right? Where it was all. Yeah, there's a breakdown of like it's color coded how many the concentration of metal bands and it's, it's you know finland and then sweden's right next door and it's like it's and then crazy norway yeah dude you know scandinavia I don't, i've heard i heard a rumor but i don't know if it's true but it's pretty pretty in there that um and i could be wrong but somebody was saying that that dimmuborgir is like the third largest grossing economy in Norway. Oh, I have no doubt, dude. <laughs> like, there's like fuel and like other shit, and then Dimu. Like, I'm not even surprised. <laughs> as, as being the third largest grossing income. Yeah, they got pretty know. big, man. Like, yeah. The yeah. only time that's I've crazy seen... when a band is competing with gas for the th- th- <laughs> for the largest grossing income in 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 the country. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if there was other countries like that. Oh yeah, no, for you know, sure. There's some pretty big bands from some pretty smallish, poorish countries, man. Like, it yeah. surprised me. Yeah, but I mean, when I think Finland in particular, you know, like first comes to mind is him because that was yep. the biggest insp- mm-hmm. you know, export, right? You got your Bodum, which are kind of sort that's of the in first thing I thing. think of, but I don't ever think of him. Yeah, uh, well, they're not, not around not a fan. either. Yeah, no, uh, that's like typo negative diet. It's a diet <laughs> typo negative. I love yeah. him. I, old, I enjoy old him. him too. Yeah. The uh, what's his face Val is that his Val- name Valo yeah. Valo uh, he Come did on, uh, Black Number One for uh, Roadrunner United the the concert Roadrunner United oh he came and did some stuff on that yeah, yeah. He, he oh did yeah Black because Number when one. they came in they did uh, they came in and they 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 were signed to Roadrunner in the beginning yeah I yeah. no Universal signed him first but they might have had uh, worldwide distribution through Roadrunner or something maybe like that. because when they first got signed they had to dub their band her because. There was already an independent artist or an artist that was signed out in Chicago named him. No kidding. And so when Jimmy Pop from Bloodhound Gang signed him originally, they they did her. Was that that Bam Margera connection? Yeah, but then they got the whole, once Universal picked him up. And it was crazy because they were already... Um, they were already into their fourth record, and when Universal signed him and released him as him, and obviously sent the guy cease and desist, like, "Hey, look, 
you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They released, sure. they re-released their second record publicly, and they already had two records after that. You know, so everybody was like, "Oh my God, this band is so great!" Yeah. Listen to this fucking when Love and Death Embrace and like Poison Girl and shit like that. And it's like, dude, I've I've already have two albums. They got more records. Well, yeah, 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 dude, they, they got Love Metal. They got Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights. You yeah. know, it's a totally different world. Yeah. But no, so you got a whole plethora of different styles from different bands when it comes to Finland and whatnot. But I, when I we're talking about... My bad. No, it's good. That's, <laughs> that's what we do. When we're talking about a band like Ghost Brigade, I feel like there's bands that kind of sort of do something similar to, and just based on what I've heard, you know, like like there's this whole wave right here. You got your... Uh, we already said Insomnium, right? I thought I thought there was a moon band in there, right? Is Swallow the Sun similar? Not Moonspell? Moonsorrow. That's what Moonsorrow. I was thinking. Moonsorrow, yeah. yeah. Moonspell's a whole different one. thing. Yeah, Portugal. Different band. Yeah. But, like, you know, Vinterson, uh, I'm not saying Fintral, although I do enjoy Fintral. But, like, bands like that, I, I was joking about, they're called the EM bands. They end in, they have words that end in EM. It's, like, this kind of take on melodic death metal, but it's also more, I don't know, forlorn's the right word, you Atmosphere, know? Atmosphere, doomy. Yes, exactly. And it's, like, kind of its own streamlined thing along those lines that that, that group of dudes from that country and area do, you know? And like, yeah, I was trying to think like I'm like, what 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 would I call this band? Like, yeah. I don't even know what yeah, I would call I, I, it. I couldn't categorize. I, the, as big. far as I can tell, they just fit under the bigger Doom umbrella, which you could fit a lot of other things under. You know, they I think do. you have to kind of go there. They're they're melancholy enough with everything they do, whether it's a peppy song or one of the fucking more trippy songs or fucking even some of their fucking sludgy songs. There's still that fucking melancholy there, that downer. Mm-hmm. That I think you probably just have to. I mean, all all doom bands are pretty melodic, but I mean, you could probably call them like a I don't know, a melodic doom band or like a fucking heavy doom, like you know, because they are a little more fucking like screamy than a yeah. lot of the fucking regular doom bands. But yeah, I think they probably fall. They in got that a category. lot of a lot of like groove, like some of their grooves almost kicked them into a different category yeah, for of sure. that, you yeah. know, but they still have their, their roots kind of dug into that umbrella. You're Absolutely. under that umbrella. You're right. But like, even when they, cause they don't really go fast. It's when they could go no. faster than other times that, you know, it's really puts into perspective. Oh, they, they concentrate on that slower pace. Yeah. They're fast. They're fast tempo still at like 120 BPM, maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. 130 tops. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and it's not, it's just, yeah. Like it's like just, it's, like it's when, still it's still a groove. It's, it's like still. you notice when like I don't know, you notice when like Crowbar has like a fast ish song. You notice when Acacia Strain has a faster song. You notice when Black Tongue has a faster song. It's whoa, the, okay, these guys are playing fa- Trouble is another one. You notice yeah. when they have a faster song and it's like, "Oh, these guys play faster stuff too. It's not all slow." But then when you really look at that song, you're like, "It's not fast at all." Nope. It's just fast for them. Yeah, yeah, this is this is most people's like mid tempo, like you know mid tempo jam. Like you know this is and yeah, it's it's a faster song for that band. And you're like, wow, this is about as fast as they get. And there's lots of bands like that, tons of them. I, you know, I'm not saying like these guys are the only ones that do. In fact, that's the other thing. There's nothing they do that's like just them that does it. Yeah, <laughs> for know? sure. Or they're in a small fucking thing that does it. Everything they do, there's a lot of there's a lot of everything in everything they do. You know, and that's what's cool about it. Like again, super solid. It all comes back to those fuck that songwriting, and how they put it together, the texturing, the layering. They're really fucking awesome at that. I mean, I would probably say they're like harmonic layer core. 
Fuck yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Just made another t-shirt. Layer core. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harmony layer, layer core. I yeah. can dig that. I mean, because yeah. that's what they're like. They have a lot of that. And if, if there's one thing that I notice in this band, it's these fucking layered harmonies where it's... They're harmonizing with each other, but they're not say, they're not playing the same fucking thing. It's just a layered thing. And they'll layer like four or five layers deep. You yeah. can get lost in it pretty fucking quick, dude. Like when you're saying like, oh, I went home and got fucking stoned and just, you know, like listen. I was like, yeah, dude, like yeah, get fucking high and listen to this fucking band. Yeah. Put on your headphones, turn that shit up, eat your fucking edible or whatever the fuck you're doing and get high and listen mm-hmm. to this fucking band. Jesus Christ, you'll lose it every time. Oh, wait, D-Lo, don't do that. <laughs> a lot but, like, of people do it. Uh, driving the fog, man. Like, you know, I, I I lived in Idaho for a long time, man. It's winter drives, dude. I fucking love listening to this stuff. Right along with my black metal and my fucking, uh, you know, my Opeth albums and stuff. This was another favorite of driving. Night driving stone, yeah. listening yeah, yeah. to Ghost Brigade. I yeah, drive to Vegas great, at dude. night and just fucking hours on it. And you can just put on the first record and just go all the way through all all of them, dude. All all of them. That's another thing I like, dude. Their albums, they're all relatively, like you don't have to turn one of them up or... Or one of them down, or, or there's unless not, you want to just crank it up just well, a little yeah. louder to rock harder. <laughs> there's not one that's like, oh, I can't hear the fucking bass as good. It sounds thinner. There's one, where, oh, the guitar doesn't sound as oh, good. Great production. They're all really fucking consistently produced albums, and that's, that's another thing I really like about these guys. That was the thing I was trying to see if there was anything notable about the dude that produced them. I, I I'm not familiar. I. You know, is it, do they have a producer? Or are they self-produced. Uh, some of them are. Some of them have producer names on them. It's just finished dudes that I've never heard of. Yeah. Which leads me to believe if you like did look at the discographies, they'd probably have a lot more of those other bands we mentioned. But they have like there. no fucking links at all, like on their thing. Like go to Wikipedia and look this band up. It literally just says a six-piece band from Finland. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that formed sure. in like two thousand five. Well, what's crazy is 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 you you get on Spotify and there are bands that have you know a lot of monthly listeners and you listen to them and you're like. Oh, these guys are super rad. And then if you were to ever go to Finland and watch them play, it would be like seeing a lo- like a local <laughs> band out here playing like a show in front of like three or four hundred people. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And they're like hanging out the merch table after and like, oh, thank like, you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't believe you came all the way here from the United States to watch us play. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they're not that big where they're at, you know, so it's like, you know. To other people, they're they're like, dude, this band is fucking amazing, you know. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to see him at all? No. Um, I played in Portugal. We played this um, like festival out there, and Enslaved played there. They were headlining one stage. Okay. And I remember talking to them, and I was talking to their guitar player for a long time, and he said that they uh, they were getting ready to do a European tour with Ghost Brigade as. as direct support and i was like oh my god dude (laughs) i said if you come to because they had a state tour booked and i'm like please please find a way bring them here please because i know they don't have a huge following but they would have people that would go see them i mean they have a lot of people that were bummed when when they they you know put a pin in it you know stuff like that so i remember the first time i ran into that man where like i was with a bunch of you know idaho metalheads i mean it was hard to find info back then, you know, like you really had to look for it. So it took a little bit of effort and, and I understand not put, you know, not wanting to put in the effort. I just, oh, I just care about the music. Like I don't, mm-hmm. and you know, and then there's the people that do listen to the radio or they do have a couple bands and they don't need to find the next band. I mean, I, I've been a little bit psycho like that. Like I've, 
even now, I'm still always looking for the next shit. Like, yeah, I know, same. Uh, I try to, anyway. So, I remember fucking talking about Fear Factory one day, and this kid was like, who's that? And I was just like, how the fuck? Because it, it wasn't just that he was just like a metalhead or whatever. I mean, it was a kid that I thought knew, like, newer bands and stuff. So when he said, who's that? I was like, wait a minute. Like, do you know who Machine Head is? Do you know who Sepultura is? Do you know? And, and he was like, no. No, I've never heard any of those. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, was he young? No, he was my, the same age as me. But, like, the thing oh. was, was, like, it just kind of hit me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, just because the band is huge to me doesn't mean they're huge to everybody yeah. else. Like, right. I do tend to like a lot of underground stuff. And I was like, all right, yeah. Typo Negative was another one that I loved for a long time that... Absolutely. That no, not a lot of people knew of, especially in Idaho. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, no one really heard of them. You know, and then and then there's other stuff that I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, Life of Agony. It's like, yeah, I understand when no one's heard of them. They weren't on MTV very much. They, they well, actually, I, I, you know, I heard Life of Agony. That's what made me go out and buy River Runs Red because I heard, what was it? Uh, through and Through. Through and Through was on Headbangers Ball. And I was like, nice. who is this fucking band, dude? These yeah. guys are awesome. Well, that was the other thing, too. Like, back then when I was growing up, I mean, Headbangers Ball was on kind of late. And you it was Saturday. 12 o'clock on Saturday for yeah. an hour. It was Saturday night. Six videos, and a maybe lot of, eight. Yeah, a lot lucky. of fucking kids, like, you know, that I grew up with had church in the morning. I mean, so did I. So I always videotaped it. Like, But again, like, I was really psycho about that shit. I was always trying to find shit. And I understand not everybody else was. So... I was the one trying to bring these bands to, like, these other fucking, you know, these other kids or whatever. So I'd be bringing around my fucking Headbangers Ball fucking VHS. Check you know, this out. Check this shit, dude. You got to yeah. see this shit. And it's funny because, like, one of those, you know, funny story. I went to go show this uh, my guitar player to this band called Vicious Rumors. I'm like, you got to listen to this fucking song, dude. It's fucking dope as fuck. I left the fucking tape at his house. My tape. I come back to his house, man. He fucking comes back and he's like... Dude, you have to listen to this fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, the yeah. song right after that that I never bothered. I hadn't gotten that far because I kept listening to the Vicious Rumors song. Was it was it? fucking Cemetery Gates by Pantera. Oh. That was when I first. That was when I first heard of, of Pantera. It was on a Headbangers Ball VHS that I fucking made that another person showed me off my fucking tape. A lot. A lot. He was of like, "Fuck that Vicious Rumors shit. Listen to this one." Mm-hmm. A lot of shit that I I I listened to for the first time. And heard for the first time in bands. I mean, I Seasons in the Abyss. I saw the Seasons in the Abyss video. Yeah, in Egypt. And and oh. I and that's the first time I ever heard Slayer. Whoa, really? And it was nice. on Headbangers Ball. Nice. You know, and and I mean, I had listened to stuff, but it was you know, music wasn't as accessible. You know, and, yeah, and when you're like 14, 15 years old, and it's like you can't go to the record store or whatever. You know, it's like you hear bands for the first time. Whether you hear them, you know, I mean, I knew who Metallica was and stuff like that. And I knew who Slayer was. I heard their name, but I never heard them. Yeah, you see it in the magazine and shit. Like, like I, I remember seeing the Among the Living ad forever before I, like, a long time before I ever heard Anthrax. Like, yep. But I've, I've told him before, man, like, I've met so many people, like, in Idaho. Like, it was a small town, but, I mean, even in the next town's over, you know. Like, I met so many people because I was going to things and, I, you know, I would, you see the kid in the fucking... ACDC t-shirt and I'm like he might like Metallica too so I'll go talk to that kid or whatever and like you end up meeting his friends and all it really was the whole fucking glue that fucking really made that or the actually the fuel that made that go was me trying to fucking get to their tape collection 
Yeah. What do you got? Yep. What, what do, do you, you have, dude? Like, and I. What I've can met, I dub real yep, quick? <laughs> I, I've met so many people doing that, you know, and it was like fucking dude, like that shit was fun to me, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and then and then it turned into the fucking you know drawing the fucking you'll know, get the multicolored sharpies and drawing the fucking logos on people's jean jackets and shit. Yep. Like it took one guy to see one of my fucking jackets and all of a sudden it was like. Hey, do Next thing I know, I'm taking orders and shit. Like, nice. I mean, I didn't do that many, but I did quite a few. And it was like, that's what I would do. It was like, oh, you know, let, let me come over and record your fucking tape collection. I'll draw on your jacket. And I'll draw on your jacket. And, like, I would go by, like, you know, I'd have my mom fucking, like, you know, do some work around the house. I'd have her take me to, like, fucking Kmart or something, dude. And, like, I'd just buy a packet. Like, you know, the 12-pack of fucking, like, 90-minute tapes. And then I'd take it over to this kid's house. Those Maxell yeah, with dude. the dude. Maxell and TDK. Maxell and TDK, dude. Fucking. <laughs> but yeah, like, and I would go to the dude's house and I'd sit there. We'd fucking make all these fucking, you know, the dubs or whatever. I'd be drawing on his jacket. We're sitting there shooting the shit. And it's just like, you know, next thing you know, it's like, you know, sometimes that was the only time I really hung out with him. Other times, man, it's like, you know, some of those people I'm still friends with now. So. It was really kind of fucking strange, but that's what you had to do, and that's essentially what we're doing right now. When you're going through that fucking related artist, or or what is it now? It's called a. Uh, you it, might also you like. Might, yeah, you you also might. Yeah, like. that's what you're doing, and spot like this is really weird. Instead of me going out to the people's doors and like knocking on doors, going, "What's your tape collection like?" Spotify's knocking on my fucking door, going, "Hey man, check this shit out. Yeah, yep. this is your release radar based off of what you've been listening to. Yeah, your weekly mix or whatever. Yeah, yeah. dude, the yeah. weekly mix. Like that shit's sick as." Fuck, man like i'm like how could anybody not like that yeah no. you know like i don't get i mean i get your money problems dude but damn go get a job dude 7.99 and 7.99 9.99 a month for fucking spotify yeah. i remember i got the that's that was one of the best that's the best one of the best things i pay for every Fuck month yeah, 9.99 for spotify you get no commercials no interruptions you can listen to every anything and everything. It's like, you know, you you scrolling through Facebook and a band pops up and it's like, oh, this and that. You don't even need to listen to them. You just pop it up on your Spotify and you go, okay, I got this many songs. Okay, what do they sound like? What do they sound like? What do they sound like? Um, yeah, the weekly list. You know, new releases that you might like, like brands that are just coming out or or new yeah. records. You, so your your good. ear is constantly to the ground. It's constantly the ground. It's with never been every- a better time, and that's uh, again. That's one thing. It's like this band, because like when this band first, came, like when I first had their stuff on MP3, it was kind of different. I mean, I still had to put the disc in, or I still had to like actually or take listen the to time. It on your iPod. Yeah, I had to take download the, I didn't, it. I never. I guess I had an iPod. I didn't use it very much. I because I didn't have a way to plug it into my car. Oh yeah. But I would have had to take actual time to physically burn a fucking cd yep. right and i mean it was relatively quick but still like i had to burn the you know and whatever so in 2013 man like when i had you know now i have spotify premium and it was like oh my god like this has more stuff than any of them which is why i fucking bought it like they had even back then they were like we have more stuff than anybody else and you know i was just basically going through and making playlists out of like all the fucking cd mixes yeah because you could download like, with fucking premium. Boom, 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 boom. i'm making all these playlists and then it was just like one day I was just up driving through the hills, man. I fucking had on... I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking listen to that band, like, Ghost Brigade. And I think I was listening to Clawmaster, and I was just like, fucking, dude, like, holy fuck. It was the shimmer oh, so you, shit. Yeah, you It was came, the shimmer shit later. that got yeah. me. And I was like, damn, that was the first song of theirs that I heard that I really liked. Yeah, that that whole record's good, though. Now, that I mean, now record. I like... <clears throat> I like all the stuff, 
And it's not like I didn't like the earlier, the the first album. So at that time, I, I kind of skipped over mm-hmm. Isolation, Isolation songs. I don't know why. I think the album cover, like the little picture, like the clouds and shit, like it just was a. Oh no! Bit. That that was that was until fear no longer divides us. Yeah. So that's what yeah, drew like, me mm. to that one. Yeah. And then honestly, like, I think the reason I I had to figure out what a song called Clawmaster sounded like. That I'm like, well, that's a that weird name. I'm rad, like, I gotta dude. check that one out. So I I put it on. I was like, wow, like this is really fucking cool. And then like, it, I mean, at that point, it was like we're starting over from the beginning. You know, and it was like over the la- next couple weeks or so, like I was listening just to it just constantly, right like, you know, and it was just like, wow, dude, this band's really fucking cool. Like, and it's weird because you can mix them with a lot of different things. That's another cool thing I like about them is you can mix them with so much stuff. I have them in a playlist with Nothing Face and it totally works. <laughs> it does work as a good companion it, piece it, for it a lot almost, of things. It almost doesn't work because it's too close to the same. Because it's not just the vocals, dude. Like, they're fucking, they have riffs. They have these fucking riffs, man, that are like, I don't know what you call it. It's kind of a, it's, well, okay, so they're double picking, but it's like slower double picking. It's like halftime. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are the fucking riffs. So you have the ticket, 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 and then you put your melody in there, whatever it may be. Yeah, for sure. You know what it reminds me of? That reminds me of, me of, of fucking nothing, like a lot of nothing face songs. Yeah. You know what it was? I was thinking about this on the way up. Did you listen to that new Dark Throne yet? No, I've never listened to Dark Throne. I don't like them very much. So I didn't either. It was, it was only until their recent stuff where they went more like traditional heavy metal. If you can imagine what that, you know, version of that sounds like. It's them doing like this whole last album. There's some black metal stuff, which is not my thing. But then there's other stuff where they like, there's the second song, Hardship of the Scots is like a halftime version of a traditional 80s heavy metal song and it's like the best kind of riff of that sort ever to me that's been done like that you know but it's with that production and stuff but they also touch on other little genres um the first time they delve back into death metal since soul side journey their first album but it's like slower you know what i mean it's like they just took everything else and they just kind of made it slower like that you know Right. And it's not the exact same thing, but it's that same thing where it could be a companion piece to that, you know? Yeah, In I my just, opinion. At first I thought, like, oh, it's just the clean vocals. But then what actually what really fucking got me was his the way he, the dude sounds when he's screaming. Yeah. He yeah. sounds just like the dude from Nothing Face. I was like, wow, that's uncanny, dude. Like, But then that's when I started noticing the music is like, there's a lot of riffs that these guys have that sound like Nothing Face the style first, riffs. The very first guy to buy fire does, you know? definitely yeah. has that vibe. That, that riff, it, like, to suffocate it, like, that could easily be on Can't Wait for Violence by Nothing Face. That's rad, right? You know, it's like, it's so fucking crazy. So, you know, but I mean, I've had them in... You know, the fucking full-on, like, you know, <laughs> the Doom fucking list. Like, you know, where it's just every Doom band I can stand. And I'll listen to it until I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> then I don't need to listen to it for another year. You know, like, whatever. Um, I, I Yeah, they're, they're a pretty cool fucking mix to anything. I guess it would be kind of weird if you put them with peppy stuff. It is pretty melancholy stuff yeah even if he's not saying melancholy words i think i feel like the way he sounds when he sings all of his lyrics are pretty fucking dark uh, yeah that's, <laughs> that's what i thought like i mean you. i've looked at a couple I, i've checked out a couple of them just so i could like try and sing along with it or whatever but yeah i even if he was singing a happy song though i still think it's just the way that his voice sounds anybody that has a voice that sings like with that sound 
it's always gonna sound like downer mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and he has it's it's the tone and the keys that he sings in. You it know? also reminds me of like fucking a little bit of like the fucking '80s, some of the '80s new wave vocals. Like Burton C. Bell reminds me of that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that lower kind of register. Yeah, it's yeah. not a high vocal, like no, yeah. you know, and that's kind of what a lot of that reminds me of. I always used to wonder if dudes like that would be successful nowadays, like, or how successful could they get? Because generally, like, the people that do get really popular are the people with, like, larger ranges. They don't sing in... Or even, like, um... I mean, he's overly low, but even, like, a... Okay, so Leonard Cohen was one I always thought about, but even, like, a, a Bruce Springsteen or... Right, You know, yeah. um... Or fuck Danzig and Jim Morrison and those... That that low of a, of a register in pop music. You don't hear it a whole lot where... When I was growing up, it was kind of everywhere. Yeah, Shot A, dude. I didn't Neil. realize that till somebody pointed mm. it out. She she's just kind of so, got such a beautiful. Yeah, voice. she doesn't go overly high either. Yeah. Like it's yeah. And she's if got she a does, great, it's falsetto. Yeah, yeah it's a great absolutely. sounding yeah. voice. And so, I mean, ever since I've thought that, I've kind of ran into a few things here and there. But I've also kind of like looked at the catalogs. and I'm like, oh wait, that's just that song, or that's just a part of a song. Mm-hmm. Right. They kind of that's them going low. Like a lot of people, you know, the highlights, we went high. Right. Oh, I'm going to go high for this part. There's some people that just start off higher and they're like, oh, I'm gonna, we're going to go a little bit they lower bring it on down. this part. So, yeah, this guy is like kind of that real, I mean, I guess I would probably put him on the lower end of things. For yeah, sure. I mean, even his higher register, it's like, you know, he doesn't like, he doesn't sing super high. Yeah, if I can sing it without going into falsetto, you're not too terribly high. Yeah. Like, I lost a lot of fucking range over I the years. I used to warm up. I used to, um, when I would tour, I would warm up to to Ghost Brigade. I would play, you know, like Into the Black Light nice. and, and that stuff. And I, I'd warm my voice up because his heavy voice was, you know, easy to get into. It's it's not like, you know, like you've got to throw everything you have into it. You can almost, you can almost sit back and just kind of like use the back of your throat instead of putting it all in there and just dirty it up, you know. Mm-hmm. It was super cool because it allowed me to kind of like warm my voice up. And it, it uh, there was like three of their songs that I would do that to. And it was, it was perfect. It was perfect warm up. Fuck yeah. Ready for honorable mentions? On that note. Travis, you are the guest of the honor today. I'm making that another word, guest of the honor. Good one. Yeah. It's um, the honor. Yeah, the honor. So if you'd like to start off with your honorable mentions. There's so many that I can, um, that I can mention from this band that are, that are so good. But lately, what I've been gravitating towards is, is the last record they put out, uh, yeah. One with the Storm. Same. Uh, Departures is an amazing song because it showcases both sides of the band, mm-hmm. uh, the clean vocals and the heavy vocals. And then um, they have a, pa- a, a pair that they do together, Disembodied Voices and then Electro Complex. Both those songs together. Electro Complex is nice. Yeah, uh, I, Fucker's ten and a half minutes long. It's so great. it's so good. It's both those songs together are so good, and just what the songs are about, like lyrically, you know what what Electric Complex is about. You know, it's fucked up, to say the least. It's totally fucked up. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Um, but it's and then disembodied voices is like you know the definition of disembodied voices is like hearing spiritual voices, like spiritual voices, like not God or anything like that or fucking any, but like you know 
fucking supernatural shit, like ghost, you know, e, you know, e was it EMP or whatever, where yeah. they, you know, where well, you can. Uh, I am the ghost whisperer. Yeah, well, when you hear like shit cut through on electric signals, it's a disembodied voice, right. you know, and yeah. you know, electric complex. What the fuck was that movie? What when the dude's dead dad's talking to him on the radio? Frequency. Uh, yeah. With uh, Dennis Quaid. That movie. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then electric complex is is basically uh, when somebody has an electric complex, and he wouldn't even know it by listening to the song because it's like the lyrics are so rad. But it's like basically when a daughter is competing with the mom for the dad's like the dad's sexual affection. Wow, that is some straight Finnish ish stuff. It's if weird. I yeah, it's definitely weird. Sounds it's, like some Pornhub shit, you dude. Know, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Now it's Step. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Step. But no. definitely from that record, um, from the record you were mentioning earlier uh, with Clawmaster on it, um, Grain is an amazing song. Soul Carvers is like, Soul Carvers, the end the end riff when it goes into like the distorted kind of picking, but it's almost in chords. Yeah, that, one, cre- that one creeped so, up on me. Yeah, so yeah. good. That was, that was one so that good. I don't really remember hearing a whole hell of a lot, but when I was listening to it like just earlier this week, yeah, you know, I was big, like, "Damn, dude, that's what like, it might take sometimes." Is repeated lessons. Like this motherfucker almost make, almost might make my list. Like, holy shit! Like, yeah, that, know, that's, every once in a while I get some. The of whole those. outro to that song is like, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's it's good. And then and then my heart is a tomb and into the black light. I I guess I gravitate more towards. I love all their music, but I gravitate as for favorite songs would be the songs that either have clean vocals in them or are almost all sung clean. Into the Blacklight is, was on, it didn't make my list. Almost, though, dude, it was really fucking close. I love that fucking song. Yeah. Oh, what I'll say, like, because I'm the same way, but I like, the, like, the trippiness of it. The, I like the shimmer. I like the layers mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's kind of what I go for. But, like, I mean, I got a couple, but Traces of Liberty... Has that fucking down to down 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 fourth song on the album fourth or fifth somewhere it's in the middle ish mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's not hang that note it's a cool the- fucking <laughs> break it's a cool different thing to have in your fucking album yeah for album listeners i mean because like yeah we've talked about it before on the show but like you know yeah not everybody listens to albums but if you're looking for like a little bit of like a heavier edge or like one of their faster songs yeah, dude, Traces of Liberty mm-hmm. is fucking nice. It's a great song. Another good trippy one, like Hold On the Line or Hold On Thin Line. Mm-hmm. I still always wonder if that's the proper name of the song or if somebody messed it up on Spotify. Could go Hold on Thin ways. Line. Like it's yeah. cool. It's a fuck it's one of those fucking ethereal type fucking jams, dude. I like that one too. That's the thing. We talk about a lot of bands that this could like fit alongside a number of them. Isis. Yeah, oh like yeah, that's for sure. They shit. remind me of ISIS a little. ISIS was fucking so good too, yeah. man. That's I mean that's probably a major reason why I like this band so I much. I love ISIS, man. That was another <laughs> band yeah. that kind of 
parted ways the same way this band did. Yeah. They were just like, yo, we, we did everything that we wanted to do musically. Yeah. We achieved every goal that we wanted to do musically, and we feel like it would do the band a disservice if we continued yeah. on. It's time to end it, man. Not yeah. everything has to last forever. Weird. I mean, fuck, dude. They're, Note to self, have Travis on for an ISIS I, I was just going to say, yeah. They were, uh, you know, they were a great band, very, very artsy, very heavy. And then, you know, I mean, and then they go into to open for fucking Tool on tour. You yeah. know, their tours, Tool's direct support, you know, like Tool always brought like cool bands on. And but then the fact they brought Meshuggah on, but then they brought Isis on. I mean, that was their last real tour. Yeah. Before they separated, they were, they were probably like, well, fuck. We're playing arenas <laughs> with Tool. We've we've officially reached the peak of we'll, we'll unless we tour with them again, we'll probably never be in front of this many people ever ever. Yeah, again. I mean, at, at some point, it's like, what else? Oh well, I mean, I'm not saying that every band is like that. You know, some bands want to keep doing the thing, yeah. but there's probably some bands where it's like if you get to open up for what you would consider, I mean, not necessarily idols, but. But maybe like a band in a similar genre or even the same genre, and they're like the top of it. Yeah. And you, you know, and you know, you reach your pinnacle. Dude, you know? Yeah. Bands know if you're ever going to be that band or not. Yeah. Dude, ISIS it's, was never going to be on Tool's fucking level, which right. is fine because I think they kicked the shit out of fucking yeah. Tool. Same. But another I'm great sure band they, to list to Stone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they. I'm sure they knew they were never going to be on that level. Just like most ISIS fans, you know. Whether they want to or not, they know that it was never going to happen. So, yeah, dude, opening up for fucking Tool. like As direct support. Yeah, just like, them and Tool. It's mm-hmm. like, what other band would you be opening for that is going to be, you know, it's like, what, what else is there to do? I mean, yeah, you might as well. Well, and not to mention, too, some of those guys, because they did kind of play like an eclectic type of music, you know that there's other types of music in there that they want to play or other things they want they to play. They kind of had like the whole, I think the band that kind of started that vibe was what, Neurosis? Neurosis, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they had that kind of whole Neurosis. Neurosis and yeah. fucking Godflesh and stuff. Like, yeah. but And that's the thing. There's a lot of bands that like, they have a lot, there's a lot of band members that have a lot of different types of music in them or they just want to play with different people every way. And it's like, you know what? Let's just end this shit. End it on a good note, man. And I mean, yeah, definitely Ghost Brigade ended it on a fucking I was pretty just good note. Say, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Isis did too with Waver, well, they Waver, said, Wavering Radiance. They did say that they, they were on an indefinite hiatus, so they did leave the door cracked a little That's bit. That's true. I, Isis is straight up shut now, right? Yeah, because they had is that. Completely done. They well, had the they, one reunion that I really wish I oh, could have been. I watched oh, that it. That was what YouTube. they were. That, they, was, I watched uh, it on YouTube when they played as Celestial. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yep. But I mean. Yeah, I don't see that happening a whole lot. Well, yeah. that that looks like what Ghost Brigade's doing next year. Um, there, it's I just read on their. You know thing. what though? That's fine though. Just come back every ten years and like do one show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's but I think like, a band like that, you know, it's like after after ten years and ten years, I mean, you'll lose you'll lose your momentum and eventually to just be diehard fans you'll have like 10 15 people there you well know? i guess once you're once you're fucking i mean if you're like journey get, or something you know you know <laughs> once the diehards get old and they die i mean then They're you like, don't yeah, have any more diehards yeah we can't we ain't coming <laughs> out <laughs> there you know yeah. but yeah Good no on. it's 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 cool like just to just to, for for a band to do that and and not be putting out a new record and not be writing new music it's it's for people that truly love it, it's worth going to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it would be a little hard for one for any one of us to be like, you know what? Let's go to Finland and go check this show out. But 
for the people that are close by in any country that could take yeah. the train there or or a quick flight. I mean, it's it's such a treat. It'd be like it'd be like for me. This is off what we're talking about, but it'd be like for me if if like fucking you know Paradise Lost came and did a song or Dan Swano came and fucking played a song. Like we're gonna I although he did play with Nightingale at Prague. Uh, Prague Power two years two times but it'd be like if he came and like played one when Nightingale like got together and played a show and it was in fucking driving distance or flying distance yeah. that to me it'd be like them it's, it'd be a huge treat you know, you yeah, it wouldn't be the biggest show in the world. And yeah, they probably wouldn't make a lot of money, but I would remember that day for the rest of my fucking life. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Especially Every, if I've never seen them, which I have. I've never seen Dan Swano play live, ever. Yeah, me neither. You know? It's funny because I, I had seen him play with bands that he was associated with on the same bill. It was uh, Paradise Lost and Catatonia with Devin Townsend. Um, I saw Catatonia and Paradise Lost, but Catatonia was headlining. Oh yeah, yeah. It was okay. at it was at the El Rey Theater in L.A. No, I, I did it at the El Rey too seven years ago, and Stolen Babies was opening. Weird, weird lineup. Yeah, um, no, that, that wasn't there because Townsend definitely wasn't playing on that one. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it's it's and I didn't realize it was Adrian Erlinson from At the Gates and a million other bands drumming for him at the time too, like for Paradise Lost. Yeah, when I saw him, that he's oh okay yeah because I know that yeah that when I when I saw them play it was it was them and it was a bummer because. It was the only time that I've I've been a fan of Paradise Lost since I was uh, like fucking 16 years old. You know, Draconian Times came out and I was sold. I mean, the very first tattoo I ever got was the Paradise Lost logo. The crown of thorns is fucking right there, dude. You know, it's like (laughs) the very when I turned 18, I went, you know, and but I got to see them. They never came around here. And then I see him once and and I see him and, and Nick Holmes is fucking sick. Oh yeah, and he's barely getting through the set, and it but but it was still rad to see them play. Yeah. But That's, but I didn't recognize the drummer. Yeah, it definitely wasn't yeah, the it took original me drummer. Years, yeah, I didn't know. I know, I know what you mean because like when the Ghost Inside was playing, for by all rights, like when they were becoming my favorite band, dude. Like I thought they were completely. They, I thought they'd probably never play again. I didn't think the members wouldn't play again. I just thought they wouldn't play as the Ghost Inside yeah. again. Like, yeah. And so I was just like, oh, and so then it's like they announced that one show, and I'm like, I don't care how well, it has was to like, happen. I want to go. I, I, you know, it was like I need to go to that, but I also was just like, fuck, dude, that shit's gonna sell out so quick. And I mean, I was lucky because fucking like you know, Deja was at work and she has access to a computer while she's at work. I was at work, but I didn't have access. I can't be on the computer. That whole morning is a story in itself. Yeah, and we're like, all, there's a yeah, group we're text all messaging and we're just back all, and forth. Who's like, holy fuck, who's got who's some? Who doesn't? You know, and, yeah. and it was like fucking Deja hits me up in a text and she's like, you know, fuck yeah, I got three tickets, and I was like, fuck nice, like, and it was a huge deal for me, man, because that's like my favorite fucking band. And again, like I didn't know that they were playing, and then we went and saw them play. And at that point, man, it was just like, you know what, man? Like, if they don't ever play again, I'm fine, man, because I got to see them this one yeah. fucking time. Yeah, your heart's full, they're, dude. Yeah, you're, they're not a huge stoked. band, but it's like, fuck, but dude. To like, you, they to are. me, they're fucking everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. fuck, yeah, dude. It's a big deal. And I bet, I'd be willing to bet, dude, like, these guys could play, even if it was, like, once every couple of years. Maybe. I think they're known enough to where they could do okay if it was just one show. Yeah. Well, they're playing. Maybe play a festival or something. But, like, I don't know. I mean, right now, it's like, yeah, there's, you know, the whole touring thing's iffy anyway because everything costs so much. It's like, I don't blame a lot of bands for saying, you know what, fuck, we're not going to tour that often. Yeah. Or full, you know, full world tours. Like, 
I mean, that's more for like these, you know, the fucking really big bands. But have you ever? Do you do you guys either of you know any other Ghost Brigade like people that really just love the band? Um, I I turned SD on to them. My friend, my nice. friend SD, he he loves them. I don't think he loves them as much as I do. Um, but other than you. I talked to you about it, and you were like, yeah, yeah, they're really good. You're the only other person I, I've talked to that was just like, I fucking love those guys. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's rad. Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't turn you on to them. Yeah. I turned him on to them and SD on to them and people that I know that listen to Ghost Brigade, my, yeah. my friend Ben, all these people, you know, and I've turned them on to it. And you were like somebody from the outside that knew, knew of them. The only other people that I've found is in Europe. Oh really? Yeah. I played. I played in in um, where the fuck was it? It was. It might have been in Poland or something like that. And they had a guy that set up a booth. It was like the merch table, and then there was a guy that set up this big booth, and it was all fucking band shirts, all different bands, all different CDs, and they had until fear no longer divides this the actual Digipack CD that popped out and I was like do you have anything else from this van he's like no that's all I have that's literally the only copy I have and it was like 25 fucking euro dude which at that time would have been like 30 some bucks I'm, I have to have it I have to I wouldn't have cared if it was vinyl I wouldn't but I ran into other people that are like oh dude I love that the guitar player for Enslaved okay. fucking loves them dude and it's like that's why he takes them out on the road with them and you, you know but oh yeah, yeah it's, I don't it's, know it's anybody very, other than you yeah exactly here here, like locally, yeah, yeah. you literally, you, you're the crazy. only other person that I have not turned on to the band that was like, I fucking love those guys. Like, I would say if you were like, hey, you've ever heard Ghost Brigade? I fucking love those guys, dude. <laughs> yeah. huh. But sometimes that's what it takes, though, right? Like, yeah. sometimes you got to be that ambassador, dude. I got everybody in Ramona High in my class in the brujeria because nobody had heard of it at that yeah. time. Now, I spread the word of Shy Halud and Misery Signals. Hey, you like Ghost like Inside? You, hey, like, you like you in Idaho. Hey, have you ever heard of this band? We'll check oh, these yeah, guys man. out, I've, you know? I've always... Well, I've not only have I always tried to be that person, but I've always looked for those people, too. Because I always wanted to know what they knew that I didn't mm. know. Yeah. You know, I had the, I had my guy. His name was Alan Bills, man. Like, he had... He knew all the cool shit. Like, he turned me on to Life Vag, and he turned me on to, like... Grip Incorporated, fucking like new yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam, because I didn't even know Flotsam and Jetsam was still a band when, Co <laughs> okay. when Quattro came yeah. out. Yeah. I had no idea they were still a band. So it was like he was like that guy for me. And then, I, you know, it was like, fuck, man. Like, it's almost like you just you just want to help people out, man, and help, yeah. them, help them find some fucking cool tunes. Mm -hmm. And now that's what, I mean, I try to do it on Twitter and fucking Facebook and Instagram and, you know, using the stories and sharing because you, know, you, you can share directly from Spotify, and it's mm -hmm. like that's what I try to do there too. That's a game changer, um, you know. And it to me like that still, as much as I like a computer fucking knocking on my door telling me, "Hey, listen to this, man." I still think I'd prefer to be a person. Yeah. You know, but it's a little bit harder, you know, like to get that done nowadays. So, um, I still try to do it in a more, I don't know, like personal matter like i mean i've even fooled around with like the idea of like maybe doing like reviews you know short reviews on our page or or something or even yeah, from my not? personal page and stuff you know or um because i plan on doing like a spotify a metalist spotify profile yeah so you can do your own so playlist we could do like you know um albums of the fucking month or you yeah, know week, weekly playlist yeah. what's on what's on your playlist this week it's yeah like, boom. so i've been thinking about doing stuff like that too because i mean it's just all about like just and then that in turn that helps out artists too because if you can get a bunch of followers on Spotify like Dave Grohl, 
Like, when he does his fucking, his Spotify playlist, dude, like, fuck, man. Like, you'll see bands that have, like, this one song that has, like, fucking, you know, two million plays or something. It's probably in some, you know, person's playlist somewhere. Well, that's, it, that's yeah, that's exactly how you do it. it helps out so much. So then it's not only that you're helping people find the bands, you're also helping the band out, too, you know? So it's like, fuck, yeah, dude, I... I think there needs to be more of that, dude. And, like, I don't know if people see those posts and go, you know, I should check that out. You know? I mean, but they could. Yeah. If you don't get all of them, it matters the ones you do get, you know? I've checked out stuff that I've seen people do, like, just a Mm -hmm. screenshot in their story. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I listen to it, and it's like, oh, this is, like, some weird fucking, like, Pet Shop Boys meets fucking R&B. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I can't even remember what the fuck it was. But I know the girl, I know that what kind of music she likes. And I was like, okay, like, I mean, I'll check this one out. Let's see what the fuck this is. And, and it wasn't bad, you know? Like, um, I've also heard a lot of stuff. It's like, all right, that showed me what I don't, you know, I don't want to listen to that anymore. Yeah. But, you know where your parameters um, are at that point. But yeah, I mean, I check out some of the stuff, but not, I mean, obviously not all of it. Because a lot of, it's so cool to see a lot of people doing it. I fucking love it. You know, now you can put the the songs in your story, and you, you can even put yeah. the lyric. The only know, thing if, if bad it has it, lyrics. Oh, you can actually stream the song into your story now. Yeah, well, I mean, fifteen seconds of it. Yeah, you oh, can okay, choose which be, song. Before it was, it would just be like you could you could put a picture up there, screenshot whatever, and then it would it would give you the Play Spotify, Spotify link. Yeah. So yeah. now what it is like it has to be, I think it has to be video. No, because I've done it with I did it with Deftones. Um, you just make your picture. You go to the fucking thing where you have like all your fucking yeah. widgets or whatever the fuck they are, and there's one that says music. Not yeah. every profile has it. Uh, my personal profile doesn't have it. Yeah, no, I I use the but music on the music story all the time. But then you hit music, and then you just hit search. You fuck a blah blah, and then you can fucking move it to where you want it to to start playing. Okay. Yeah, yeah but the only thing bad about it is 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 like independent independent artists that may not be on that search data bank like that you're yeah, sharing that from one Spotify. doesn't that one doesn't go through Spotify so that's yeah. when you share something through Spotify it just puts the link like you know play yeah. play on Spotify when you do it just through Instagram there's definitely artists that don't show up in there not every artist in there also sometimes the lyrics are wrong <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and I'm just like okay we're not posting lyrics on that one you know but yeah I mean yeah, it's, I like it's, how they stream the lyrics <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool they have a couple different like um, when, mo- and what, what allowed it to what was cool is because when they updated it to be able to do that that allowed you to share your story on Facebook as well and, too, yeah, and, yeah. and play the music from before it was like when you'd go to share it it'd be like just music, the picture music, no music cannot be played on your Facebook story oh that's right that's right you'd have to physically go into Facebook and repost it and then find the song so that's another thing people fucking help people out man like share your share shit yeah it's all it's all about gifting dude yeah it takes literally no money to help out an artist or a podcast or a website or one of the youtubers you like share it man like Mm -hmm. we we fucking share all the memes to death okay share something else too yeah share something that somebody else could get something out of yeah i want to know what you guys listen to yeah as they say on metal or that's not metal support the things you love it's yep, a good model sure. to live by. Oh yeah. On that note, did we already? Oh, I didn't. How many get my, honorable mentions do you have? You know, I, you I got, got any. I'm trying to keep them compact these days, especially. Um, yeah, we was, used to get pretty crazy with it. Yeah. So I wanted to shout out one song off of their second album, Isolation Songs, "Lost in a Loop." And if I'm noticing any theme with with what I what I really took away from. Similar to Paradise Lost, similar to My Dying Bride, Anathema, any of those first wave of 
kind of death doom gothic bands on Peaceville. I really like what I would refer to as the dirge. You know, that really, really. You said melancholy. That's a good word for it too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Down the street core. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just. It makes you kind of just look at the moon forlorn. Yeah, kinda. dude, for sure. Yeah, if nobody sees what you're doing, they just might think you're being really weird. On a nice, and they might on think a nice that winter way. night, yeah. looking at the moon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's that's one of them, dude, that really that really stood out to me. And I mean, they have a number of songs that did that, but that's one that really it was. That's re- a good I, song too. Yeah, I mean, like I, I was surprised nothing came up uh, off of the first album for me, Guided by Fire. It was good. It was just everything else jumped out that much more at me. You know, let me look back because I believe there was some cool songs on there. I just, I, I, I like I said, I mean, if you asked me to pick a, go- if you said, hey, hey, pick your fucking favorite Ghost Brigade song, what would it be? I would be like, there's no way I could do that. Right. So there's always, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of great songs. Rails of the River was great. You know, the, along the barriers was great. There's so many good songs, man. They just, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't mean to cut you off. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, that actually could lead us into our our list now. Uh, if you want to start it off too with your 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 number five, my five, my five songs by them that I recommend people listening to. Uh, starting technically, with the fifth. this is our top five favorites. So you'll yeah, say it's, your it's number five. Personal, he'll yeah. say his number five. I'll say my number five. Then we'll go to your number four. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. so. Fifth being the furthest away, number one being the absolute best. Yeah. Um, I would say because Suffocated got me into them, I would say that would be my number five. Excellent. Suffocated off Isolation Songs. Very nice. I could totally dig that. It's, it's Yeah, it's the opening track, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. dude. That literally sets the pace for the entire record. If you love that song, you're going to fucking enjoy the ride after that. Absolutely. It's funny you mention that because that's my number five as well. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I, it's, you know what really I took away from it was that that sense of groove. Sometimes it's just like there's a difference between just being slower paced and then there's a difference when you really harness it and you give it a groove. And this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's slow. It's heavy. It l- literally like the way that the, the way that the drums go with, with the picking and even that one part in the second one, it's like, yeah, yeah, even the one where it hits that, it's like, it literally kicks you right in the fucking nuts, man. He's got a hardcore fucking, like, pretty hardcore backbeat, just in the regular fucking double pick and city riff that is the main riff. Even the chorus, the chorus is like a melodic style chorus that could very easily be sung clean, and he lands it, he lands it heavy. Oh, yeah. That's what I always loved about Parkway Drive is like before he he actually started seeing clean, all their old choruses were very much melodic choruses and he just kept to the formula and just fucking mm-hmm. delivered. Yeah, that's what I liked about the Ghost fuck. Inside the Returners album was there's no clean vocals on that fucking album, dude. And he but there's massive amounts of like melody, there's massive amounts mm-hmm. of catchiness yep. without having to fucking clean sing. Yeah. I've always liked bands that can do that like mm-hmm. and that was one thing that turned me on to them suffocate is my number four hey, there you go well, what's your number five we'll get to that <laughs> he's got to do his oh wait your five is my, my we already did our five oh, yeah, so my number five is concealed revulsions right yeah that's a good one that fucking chorus on there dude when it starts to fucking stomp a little bit like oh and it, the fucking way he sings it's so fucking good i'll tell you right now dude everything on this fucking thing is all about the melody mm-hmm and that's why a lot of it's from one album. Soilwork 2 is probably the only other band where it's like 
man, I just, one album, dude, every melody on the fucking album just hits me so fucking nice, dude. And then I'll send the next album, literally the same thing, just for some reason the melodies not, might not hit me as good. Like Natural Born Chaos. And that's probably yeah. why this one is my favorite fucking album, and the majority of my list is from this album. It's also the album I listen to the most, probably because they hit so fucking hard. I don't think it's really weird, too, man, because I've never really looked at the lyrics, and I don't really pay much attention to lyrics. I definitely care about how you fucking sound, less about what you say and how you say it. But there's something in this in the music of their, their shit that... It's weird, dude. It hits me in the fucking feels, man. And it might not be a sad feeling, but it makes me feel something. Mm. I don't know how they do that. There's very few bands that do that. Make if I'm in a... Okay, so that's the thing. If I'm quote-unquote feeling emotional, it's really weird because I'll listen to this fucking band because they're a band that does that. Absolutely. There's not a lot of bands that I do that with. Maybe Deftones... But that's something where I can actually fucking, you know, you, I can tell, I already know what he's saying, and I can hear, I can, I can, this guy, the way he enunciates his words, it can kind of fucking mesh in with the music a little more. Yeah, yeah, so the accent. I can kind of get lost and just be like, all right, whatever. We're Deftones, man, there's definite blinking fucking signs along the road going, hey, dude, this is where you're going. And it's like, yeah, ah, sometimes I don't want that. Right. Mm-hmm. I want something I can just get lost in. That's why I think I listen to this band when I'm feeling emotional Mm -hmm. you know and it's like they have like tear jerky little fucking fucking like little guitar bends and shit and i'm like what the some riffs that really like who's Mm -hmm. thought to do that like but that's you know that's the thing i mean maybe i guess i mean i wouldn't say they're an emo band but i mean maybe they have like just this emotional connectivity to fucking the music that they put out and Uh, that's maybe that's what makes them great man is they know how to fucking tug at that fucking at that part at the, of at you. the heartstrings. Yeah, it's the same way ISIS. They know how to turn like on the hard light. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same way of conveying emotion, uh, like a, like a band like ISIS, as opposed to a Hawthorne Heights or something like that. It's not right. so much on the sleeve. It takes you on a journey that kind of you know really guides you to what it is you find out about yourself later or something like that. You know, it's it's not like you said where it's just like hey feel this. You know what I mean? It's it's a journey. Yeah, it's not so blatant. Yeah. And I appreciate the shit out of that. On that note, your number four. Uh, the number four would be the um, the only single off of "Until Fear No Longer Divides Us." Uh, Clawmaster, you mentioned it earlier. <laughs> I love that song. Um, I remember the first time that I heard it. A friend of mine caught caught it when it came out first, and he was like, "Oh, dude, you got to listen to this song and this song and this song." So I listened to those songs, and then I I saw the video for Clawmaster and stuff like that, and then. Um, one night I was sitting and I was doing some artwork or something like that. And I, and I, I actually listened to it. It's like, you can listen to a song, but when you actually oh, yeah. hear the song, <laughs> yeah. so I put you it in there and, and you can't hear Jimmy. I loved, I love the lyrics. I love the lyrics, how, you know, it's basically like a song about somebody that's, that's being enslaved and rises up against, you know, the, the person enslaving them. And mm-hmm. then the person enslaving them because the roles reverse. Um, but when it comes into that chorus, man, and it like, it just literally, it's like, it's, it's like you're crawling through like a metal or like a, a fucking, a wooden old wooden like hallway and you're just scraping your way through it. And then you just kick open the door and it's like, 
wide open space. That's how that. It's the only way I can describe that chorus. And then, yeah, you know, it's like, good. let me run away and find my brigade. You know, it's huge. It actually gave me chills up down my spine, and literally my eyes started welling up when I heard it. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And that's that's another reason why I love this band is because. I, I, being, being an artist, being a musician, I run heavily off emotion, whether I'm writing music, whether I'm listening to music. And if a band can like get you there, whether it makes your eyes well up, whether it makes a tear come out of them, whether it sends a chill up your spine that just literally makes you shiver. Right. That's what I thrive on. That's why some of my favorite vocalists are vocalists that can literally put you in the same exact place that they were when they wrote those lyrics. And that song really just, it got me. So that's yeah. that's my number four, man. Can't ask for a much better review I than that. I love that dirty guitar. Oh, it's yeah. not quite clean. Yeah. It's vintage, dude. Somehow, so that's a sound I'm not particularly fond of. And it's really weird because when you nail it, it sounds great, dude. And they, they nailed it. And this is a don't it's it's that whole that whole Les Paul and Marshall sound, dude. It's a short loop, too. Like, in in time it's a sh- really short loop that they're playing like a really short line and then i just like the fucking way he sings over top there's you know mm-hmm. nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. did you say there was a video for it yeah they had a video for it and it was super cool because it was like it was like an animation video oh i guess it, i'll have and, to check and it out there it, it's all like uh it's all in only black and white spectrum mm. and it's you know even when they're playing it's just like white background and the black silhouettes and they're uh, playing i, like I think that. i've seen the video just yeah. because like i've uh posted on facebook that was back I, I don't think you could do it from spotify yet no so if i was going to share a song that i heard on spotify i kind of had to go to youtube and find oh uh, that was before they know. were all dickish and stopped the actual stream of the uh of the link huh yep. before you had to just click on it or if whatever if you didn't post the video from facebook they limited how many people saw it if it was yeah. from youtube they're like nope you're beat Damn you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. Nah, so I'll have to check that out. I didn't know there was a video. I don't know why it didn't occur to me until after the that fact. That was the was only video videos. I think they ever made. Uh, I could buy that. Huh, okay. And they were on Seasons of Mist the whole time from what I yep. saw? Okay. Yeah. They Great put out label. a lot of shit, yeah, that I really like. So on that similar motif, mine is uh, Birth off of Isolation Songs also. It's something about... It's, it's a song. Yeah, so it's, I, again, that theme I'm noticing where I really like that dirgy vibe but also it doesn't stay there it, it it's another one of those songs that has a progression that runs all the way through and just something about yeah i don't know something about the way it starts and you know and the way the journey that it takes you on this is a journey band in a lot of songs mm-hmm. but like sometimes it's not always that way but but this is a particular one that really grabbed me this might be the only other one from this album do you say this was your favorite one? Did it grab you by the bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is in, in Finnish. Yeah. You know? But no, man, like sometimes... This album? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isolation songs? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I'm noticing that this is the bigger one for him. Mine's later. Yeah, my number four was Suffocate. So he was talking about birth. Yeah. Oh, so then it's back to you for number three, I guess. You're already done? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't got any description? You don't got any fancy shit you want to say about that song? Other that than is. it just rips? Yeah. I have some other stuff to say. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got it. <laughs> so I'm up? Uh, yeah, number three. Oh, shit. Okay, so my number three would be from that same record, and it would definitely be Soul Carvers. I think it's a great close to that, to that record, and the outro is just absolutely beautiful. The guitar, the way, the way it comes in, 
and and the way it, it's almost like a cry when he's just like so covers and like it's super heavy but super melodic that's what that's one of the reasons why I always loved Carcass because Carcass would play yeah. like they would hand, they wouldn't just be grinding they would like actually handpick and strum chords but distorted yeah and that's why i love that song is because it's like a you know the it's even got a cool name yeah yeah soul carvers yeah it's just i i that would definitely be my number three i totally forgot we need to got to do a carcass episode too mm-hmm. well that's a good selection Duh. <laughs> Duh. I, uh, that, that's one of the ones if there was honorable mentions for honorable mentions that'd be one of the ones you know what i mean yeah uh, my number three, you actually already said, was Clawmaster, but you elaborated on it way more than I ever could. <laughs> so um, I'll enough. just say, fucking hey, dude. I just really like the riffage. <laughs> well, that's um, really weird because this is my number three, too. Clawmaster. There Master. you go. Fucking hey. Are you guys sleeping together? <laughs> and that was like the first. <laughs> there's, there's some weird moments, dude. <laughs> well, we, we already know what our number one is when we do Alice in Chains. That's fun. True. Okay. Yep. Uh, on that note, number two. Number two is going to be a hard one. It's definitely going to be from uh, One with the Storm, the last one. I I would have to say Electric Complex. The song's good. The lyrics are kind of fucked up, but I love the melodies. I love the keyboards. Um, that was one thing that I really liked on Until Fear No Longer Divides Us and One with the Storm. They actually brought in a keyboard player. Um, yeah. He's a keyboard player that has written with them behind the scenes for a while. But he actually became a part of the band. One of those. Um, instead of somebody else in the band writing it and them, them you know. Did he play in another band too? I am not I sure about that. He was from another band. He might have been. Was, he might, he's, looking, like a, he's like a big, big kind of stocky, yeah. long, blonde haired Viking looking dude. Yeah. He totally doesn't look like he would play <laughs> keyboard. Well, that's the thing. A lot of these guys, if I look at the pictures that are on like Wikipedia, none of them look like they'd be in this kind of band. You know what no, I mean? No, no, that's, no absolutely and I not. I, Absolutely I, not. I guess I got to try watching live footage or something too. I don't, I'm curious to see how that would go down. Yeah, but that song is rad. Um, the lyrics are rad. Like I said, the melody, it's everything. It's it's just, it's a super cool song. Super Dude, that cool one song. might make like my list of like songs that are over ten minutes long. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. I just love. It qualifies. I love the long like, intro with the keyboard. How it's almost like dripping sounds. That's and, what I like. Is the is the long <laughs> intro. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I I always it's had like, a thing for yeah not so much like the long outro though because usually long outros are fucking lame like they just drag on yeah that's what I liked about Soul Carvers is it didn't it just it you, like were, you were just like yes I don't, I don't want this to end lot, yeah I don't see a lot of fucking long intros that like drag on because you know there's like more song coming so it's like it really is just kind of like it's always just building up mm-hmm. so yeah definitely like that one yeah number Number two number poo for you so uh everything from here on now it's going to be off their last album four one with the storm and it's going to be the first song wretched blues already awesome name that is a rad song yeah and i mean if you're going to open with something it might as well be this dude it kind of just knocks you right dead in the dick fucking first off man and it has that again dirge and progression that i love so much has a suffocated vibe too it's just heavy and just groovy absolutely and, and curiously enough, this is the gra- or record that I found myself gravitating towards the most. It's the one I still listen to the most, too. There you go. Wow. And there's something I really like Great about... Great swan song. Wow, you guys are so wrong. No, <laughs> there's something I really like about the, the artwork, too. It, it kind of reminds me of a lot of other stuff in this style, you know? 
as far as this entire record goes. And it's similar to another one, but I can't it's remember It's similar which. to Isolation Songs. There you go. Yeah, it's so. weird. They had the first record had like an actual picture and art, and then Isolation Songs had the weird like... It's almost like a rug. And then, <laughs> That's and what then, it reminds me of. And then Until Fear No Longer Divides Us has, has or defines us has um, art, and then the next record has something similar to the second. Yeah. You know, I think they More obviously... Like design. They obviously use the same artist. You know? Yeah. Keep it in the family. Why not? Yeah, it is kind of. I'm sure weird. there's the little guy that's on Isolation Songs. They have all that weird graph, and then <laughs> they got the the little the little kind of like decrepit looking like silhouette. <laughs> yeah. So he's probably on there somewhere. It's like the Santa Claus when you figure out the outlining on the card is actually just a bunch of fucking really small words and whatnot. Yeah, Santa I can dig Claus. it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, number two. Tim for Allen's you. gonna work somehow. My number two is My Heart Is a Tomb. Incredible song, dude. When he busted that, you know, cause no one else. In that chorus, oh, dude, talk about fucking tugging on it. <laughs> Wait. That's what she said. <laughs> Not on that. Well, depends on if you're, you're in the You're tugging on the heart on, not the heart on. No, everything, everything. The build up to the, the build up from the intro, and then fucking, dude, the fucking, like the little fucking guitar harmony during the fucking chorus then the harm like the melody that he well the guitar melody versus the melody he's singing oh fuck it's fucking perfect dude oh yeah no the interplay when they when they knock it out of the park so this is the first one i heard i don't know why because i don't think i listened to them in order but this was the first one i heard like that had like that i remember so like Clawmaster was the first one i heard that i really liked but he's singing like that lower. Mm-hmm. This was the first one where I really kind of hear like him go a little bit higher. And fuck. So this is probably like, actually it's really weird. This is probably like the second song of theirs I really fucking fell in love with, man. Like, And it was just on a drive. I was on a drive, icy roads, so I'm only doing like 25 miles an hour. Right, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're going way too fast, but you're doing like 25. Because if you go any faster, you're going to spin off the road. Mm. And it was just out in the middle of nowhere, and I just had the shit blasting in the fucking car, and I was just like, Jesus. This like, may this sound like a prayer, but it's song not. Is fucking yeah. amazing. Dude. Yeah. When he sings that, when he gets into the heavy parts of that. Yeah. This may sound like a prayer. Oh, dude, because it's, it's yeah, it kicks up a little bit, a dude, and then it just fucking us. kicks in the bum, 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 from a man that doesn't know much, but he cares. It's like his lyrics are, yeah. Plus, I mean, the, the, that's another one, too, because that was a big thing, like, especially back then. I mean, not so much now. I don't, I'm don't. i not as intrigued by it now because I have access to so much stuff. But, dude, like, the, the name of the song, My Heart is a Tomb, I mean, I, you pretty much know what you're in for at that point, dude. Oh, like, yeah. You know, that's, like, literally, like, like the quintessential Doom song fucking title. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, okay. All right, let's see what this song's about. Like, but I think I had it on like fucking shuffle or something, which is another thing I never did when I was younger. I never fucking shuffled anything. It was always like I would listen to the albums, you know, front to back or whatever. You know, skip what you need to skip, but it was always in order. And it wasn't until like I was able to burn CDs that I was like, oh man, like you know, I'm gonna fucking, you know, shuffle it around a little bit, you know. And and so now I just put. Mostly my playlists are just album dumps, and then I just hit shuffle. You know, mm-hmm. you throw in a bunch of albums, hit shuffle, see what happens. I think that this is kind of when I started doing that was when I first heard first heard this because it was in a in a different playlist, 
Although I think the playlist was just Ghost Brigade. Mm-hmm. And then I think I hit I hit shuffle and it was just like I do this fucking song, man. Like this is one that if I'm in the wrong mood, it will fucking well you up a little bit. Not quite tears, but it'll choke you up. For sure. Is it that time? It Number, time. One, Number one. One one. From the guest. No pressure. Guest. 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 Uh <laughs> 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 The number one is Pride Departures. Okay. The song is phenomenal. Nice. Song is phenomenal. Uh, it showcases every aspect of the band. It's hooky. It's catchy. It's melodic. It's heavy. That is probably one of my all-time favorite songs by them. Uh, I definitely, whenever I listen to that record, I, I, I sometimes start from the beginning. It's the second song on the record, and most of the time I start it right from there. Um, and I'll go back and listen to Wretched Blues because it'll it'll cycle the record and then it, I have it where it just starts over again. Right. Um, and I'll catch Wretched Blues at the end, but I always start from from that song because it's it's such a great song, man. It's Fuck such man. a great song. I'm trying to think if there's any albums I do that with. Sometimes I'll do stuff where I'll like listen to like the third of the last song or something. But then like I don't think I ever let it play out though. I mean, it's like I listen to the you know close to the last song and then I'll like actually start the album from there and come down I don't think there's one where I actually start with the last song is there anything you do that with I'm trying to think it, it, it won't hit me right off the bat I think it, it might be like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just be like actually I think I'd have to because right now mine's set to like keep playing so like once it once that full album plays it starts playing like the whatever like the similar artists or whatever like yeah so I would have to reset mine but I mean, definitely makes sense. It's just funny you thinking about talking about putting this in shuffle. Throughout the week, I did both, where I just started, you know, first album all the way through the last, and then sometimes I'd shuffle it and then I'd go back and forth, you know, because different perspectives, you know, according, yeah. you know, in sequencing, you might hear something different if you take it out of it's that. Because you're an album, dude. Yeah. Well, depending on the album, and this is a very album-oriented band for sure. Anything else you'd like to elaborate on? Um, I'm just bummed that they aren't making music anymore i feel i'm that. bummed that i never got to see them live um i mean i've i've obviously i've watched them on youtube i mean who hasn't watched band if you don't get yeah. to see a band live ever you or if they never come around anywhere close to you you can just watch them on youtube but yep. amen I it's mean, weird like i rarely do that i mean i've been doing a little bit more well lately, i mean if you find like if there's a it. band that you really love yeah. to see and they just don't ever come around to the states there's yeah. a lot of bands that are metal bands that are in every genre of metal that are European bands or somewhere else other than the States that will never come here because they literally just don't have the fan base and it wouldn't be worth it right. to pay to, to, you know, to, to buy onto a tour, to come out here. Yeah, even you just know? the visas alone must be the biggest Well, that's the other the thing. There's a lot of times, this, you know, a lot of those bands, they come over and it's, they, you know, they're missing a member or something and it's... Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, it's not well, the same. It's not the same, yeah. you know? And it's like, God, it's such a bummer. Yeah, but with those black metal bands that have weird records because of whatever church burning they did. So it's like oh, yeah. one original member, then a bunch of felon dudes. <laughs> but the cool thing about it is there's a lot of bands that are like that are now coming around. Like, I was surprised when Dark Funeral came to Brick. I mean, that place was fucking packed. Fuck, I wanted to go that Sold so out. bad. And they were so good. They were so... And there were so many people into it. And I was like, this is, this is awesome. I fucking love that It band seems so like every single time that... It was like Belphegor just played with Suffocation. And I mean, that's the, another the, All one. these shows are selling out. Anytime that there's, there's like death metal bands playing at Brick, it's fucking selling out, dude. Black metal bands, it's selling out. 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's the owner, the new ownership, the way they're promoting things because people know about it or whatever, or just a lot more people are into it. You know, I think a lot of people are into it more now because of Spotify streaming. Like, like, I mean, that's a major factor for one. For two, man, I mean, especially with black metal, that Lords of Chaos movie coming out fucking really opened up, a, you know, not opened up anybody's eyes, but I mean, it showed it people up a, lot of a different ears. style of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and they were like, oh shit, like, I actually like this fucking stuff. And then, because uh, I mean, for me, being a black metal fan, I mean, Dark Funeral is a big band for to yeah. me. Like, I just I didn't go because Belfagor was supposed to be. They were on that tour. Yeah, they just didn't play that show, and it was the first show on the tour. And I was like, mm. "Fuck my life! I want to see both of those together." And I just couldn't. I, I was like, "Man, I don't want to throw down that money for the rest of the bill." I'm glad. I'm glad we got to. I got you know to see I mean? them and then, when they did. And then Belfagor showed up, you know, with su- suffocation. It was kind of like same kind of deal. It's like, man, that's a lot of money because that was kind of an expensive concert to me. And I was like, man, for two bands, I don't think I'm going to do it. And it's just like, man, I really hope they come around again. But I think because they did really well, because I I heard like when Belfagor played down there, like they just fucking killed it. So to me, it's like, well, you know, like everything I've seen online, it's like, I mean, eventually these bands, I mean, you know barring an incident like i mean they'll be they'll be coming back because they are fucking having good crowds you know if you don't go out to the fucking shows man like if, you know eventually those bands don't fucking come to your town anymore yeah you know so it's like well you know yeah i totally get it but i also think like another thing is like brick by brick does do a good job in fact i think more so than something like soma where they're doing better at fucking letting you know who's going to be around you know, from everything from being there and seeing all the fucking posters up, they have the little fucking TV is basically running a constant fucking commercial, you know, to their Facebook posts, you know, like... Yeah, they're on it for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, there's... Uh, New there's ownership other... really got it. They, yeah, they really yeah, it turned, a lot, they really turned like, that place around, man. It's like, man, this stuff is, like, at your disposal. I don't know why more places, venues, owners, booking agents, you know, whatever it may be, promo people. I mean, obviously, we have the, you know, the old school MySpace promoter quote unquote but yeah i mean you still have those types but you but they're still helping you know it's like they may not be doing like you know what everybody thinks they should be doing i guess but they're still helping whatever it is like and i think that i think that fucking helps a lot i also think the time we're living in right now i mean you're getting close to fucking like what i would call 96 levels of like people being angry yeah yeah you know and People listen to angrier music when they're angry. It's just the way it goes, you know? Like, so mm-hmm. um, I think black metal, too, as far as, you know, specifically black metal, you also see a lot of these new deathcore bands that are starting to put black metal influence into their latest albums, uh, Mental Cruelty, uh, Enterprise Earth, even Infant Annihilator, who is plenty big enough that they don't have to do anything like that. They are working it in. Uh, Shadow of Intent has a lot of it also and these guys all all four of those bands all fucking pretty new ish on the on the rise and all of them are really active on social media and that's a bit like that's yeah, another you huge you gotta thing you got to interact like, yeah, man yeah it's another huge thing man cuz like a lot of people even though those bands aren't big man a lot of fucking people know who those bands are mm-hmm. you know and and it's because of social media it's not because the music they're playing and it's not the bills that they're playing they're not opening up for huge bands you know for the most part 
But I think, you know, when they start throwing in black metal influence, because they're, you know, they're probably looking around going like, we're in this, you know, we're technically under this deathcore blanket, definitely on the more brutal side. But what else can we throw in here? Right. And they're all young. So it's like, well, I want to try some black metal type shit. You know, like, all right, cool. Let's see if we can work it in. And they do. And you can tell. And then, you know, if, if, if they're on their social media talking about, you know, fuck Dimmu Borgir or fucking Emperor or whatever, all those kids are fucking reading that. And so they're going to be like, oh, hey, what's this? And fucking, I'm telling you right now, like, when you come, when it comes to Dark Funeral specifically, like, they are one of the top fucking black metal bands. Dimmu kind of changed a little bit. Cradle fucking changed a long time ago. Yeah. Dark Funeral is still black metal as fuck. And they still fuck, and they, but they sound good. Good you know, production. They have good sound, good production. Killer drummer, dude. Oh, dude, Ooh. their drummer's fucking sick. Dude. I can't like, believe it. I, wa- oh. I watched them play. They played. Were you at that show? Nah. They was... played at least. I mean, it. All, they had to have played for an hour, and I mean, the only on all of those guys, the the instrumentalists, maybe not, but. Every single part of their body was covered in some kind of fucking leather or armor. Oh, yeah, or something. The singer, the only part that wasn't was his head. He had gloves on. The guitar players had no gloves, but they. the drummer was fully fucked. And he was just like... Oh, yeah, all like, fucking night long, dude. Yeah. I was like, good. And he's like... Fucking going. Like when they... Dude. Oh, my God. The, the, every song is like... And he's just back there, just going to town, dude. Like it's nothing. And it's like under the lights. Yeah, it's like, dude, oh yeah, it's that that leather, shit. that leather and that armor shit. It's not metal. It's le- it's leather armor, but spikes. And it, dude, it's I'm sure it's fucking heavy. Dude, plus mm-hmm. it's always hot in there. Yeah, and I I'm pretty sure that's nationwide. Like every fucking oh, yeah, venue, gets- metal venue is fucking always hot i see it all the time people in boston people in fucking san antonio fucking hot as fuck in this yeah. venue it's just a thing and it's just like i don't know how those fucking dudes because there's you know because i watch a lot of death metal guys and they play you know fast as also and they move quite a bit and i'm like but they're like you know the cutoff sleeve t-shirt mm-hmm. drummer doesn't have a shirt on you know they, they some of them put up fans because they're like Jesus this guy has Christ, shoulder pads. Yeah, these guys have a whole look elbow to them. pads. Yeah, and he's just fucking ripping. Yeah, dude. you have a whole look that requires clothing. Yeah, it's like man, it's got to be fucking tough, dude. Like it's an extra tier for sure. So on that note, but the, the, before we get, I just they they play like I said, they played almost an hour, and the last song they played was Unchain My Soul. The last fucking song they played. And that song, his feet and his hands just go, dude. It's so But I felt so bad because, like, I follow them on social media, and they played here, and then they played L.A., and they went up to the Bay Area, and somebody stole all of their Uh, outfits, dude. uh, Somebody broke into a car with their their suitcases in there and stole all of their stage clothes. for no reason. Just to be an asshole. Some, no, probably some fucking some loser drug addict that thought, yeah. oh, I will sell all these clothes and make some money. Yeah. Little did they know, yeah, you could really make some money off that. But who the fuck is gonna buy them? Mm-hmm. And what? Yeah. How you can't you can't go see a band like that? I mean, what are they gonna come out? They're gonna come out and cut off sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Like that's we've talked about. Dude, that they before. had stage if, props. If, if you strands. saw Dimu Borgir in the daytime, like it's Which just I weird. Did. Yes, with yeah. no makeup, you wouldn't even recognize them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just really weird. Like, yeah, it's you. It's 
pretty important part of their whole vibe of their fucking thing. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they can still fucking play, and I'm sure the fans would really fucking enjoy it. But at the same time, it does detract from what it is you're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, you're seeing you're seeing them as as you're hearing the music, but you're not seeing their show. Yeah, yeah. like and that's kind of a bummer for ah, that fucking sucks. Dude. Yeah, like, I couldn't believe it. I was so they bummed. Got some fucking shit made or fuck. Because you know all that shit's custom made for those oh, yeah, guys. For each, and it, and and you're talking thousands and thousands fuck and yeah. thousands of dollars per person, per person. Yeah, interesting yeah, interesting story that probably has nothing to do with this. So so. Um, I worked in pet cremation for six years, mm-hmm. okay? And when we would give people their ashes back of their pets, it would come in like, um, you know, almost like, it almost looked like a gift that you'd give somebody. It was in a nice bag with the decorative tissue paper inside has the urn, the paw print, everything's all wrapped up nice, whatever. So I delivered, I had a guy that asked me to deliver his pet out to his house in Oceanside. I went out and I delivered it to his house. Knocked on the door, nobody's there. I left it out in front because he told me, he's like, just leave it behind the wall. We live in a gated area. I don't have to worry about anybody oh, taking no. it. Okay. So the guy calls me like the next day and he's, he's like mad. Like, well, I thought you were going to deliver my stuff. I was like, I did deliver your stuff. He's like, no, you didn't deliver my stuff. And I said, no, I did deliver the stuff. I said, I'll come over to your house and, and I'll make, you know, I'll figure it out. So I went over to his house. And like we get in this heated, like he's in my face to the point where I feel like, I need to be on the defensive side, calling me, basically calling me a fucking liar. And I'm like, I know exactly, I walked right up to his front door. <laughs> I didn't even need to look at the address. I knew exactly how to get there, walked right up. I said, I left it right here. So I knocked on your door. The little dog barked. Nobody answered the door. I left it where you told me. That. Somebody had stole it. I realized what they had stole and put it back at the where they thought he lived he hit a neighbor a neighbor had called us because we have our paperwork inside there basically the opposite so it's like you walk into the courtyard and there's two buildings and there's units like that the uh. next side is a courtyard two buildings unit like that somebody had left it in front of the house it took a couple days for us to figure it out because the person that found it just moved in there this guy was apparently the the owner of the complex. And so it goes to show you like, okay, so you steal something and you think, oh, okay, I got something here special. This is like a gift. And you realize what it is and you're like, oh, shit, your morals. You put it back. I wish somebody would have done that for them. Just put it back by their car. Hey, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we didn't – or at least to the house or the area that they were at. Just leave it yeah. at the front. Hey, you know, we, we – there's there's no diamonds of gold in here. We're not going to make yeah. anything. I literally can't do anything. You put this in a pawn shop, somebody's going to find it. Yeah. Somebody's going to know. Absolutely, you try to yeah. sell it, it's going to take a fucking, like a special a special person to sell something like that. Even online, you're going to you're gonna hunt down and you're, you're going to find it. They're yeah. going to pinpoint you right away, dude. Oh, yeah, man. You know? So, yeah, that shit's fucking <laughs> Moral whack. of the story, don't steal shit. Don't yeah, be don't, an asshole. Yeah, don't be a yeah. fuck, dude. Yeah. Somebody just stole a skull out of my garage, man. Believe that shit. Like, why would they steal a skull out of my garage? Animal yeah. skull. Yeah. It's that's... like, oh, I can probably sell that and make money. Some guy's like, oh, I'm going to put that rock in my pipe. <laughs> Smoke it up and shit. Either Fuck. that or they have a skull fetish and they're like, yeah. oh, there's a, there's one I haven't. Hey. I just got it because it was cool. What, what, could I, what could I do with that thing? Yeah. So maybe I take that home with me. Yeah, that's the other thing. Don't be weird. <laughs> be weird within reason, but don't not be weird expense. and don't steal. Yeah, especially when the two are correlated. Uh, don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> be weird on your own time, not on any other. Behind closed doors. Uh, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, my number one. So I actually had to look up oh, what shit. this. Oh <laughs> number shit. one. We got so sucked. It's my fault. My no, fault. No, no, no. It's good. It's, all good. it's it's building content. Okay. Dude, tangent um, train. Let's yeah. go. So all aboard. So I had to look up what this meant in Finnish while we were talking because it didn't occur to me to do that until now. I know what song you're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, okay. So I said the first song off of uh, the last album was my second favorite. Favorite as of right now. The last song. Yep. Elama yep. on Tulta. Beautiful I song. butchered that absolutely. Sorry, Finland. Beautiful song. So I had to look up what it meant. Life on fire. Fucking metal. <laughs> That's yes. awesome, dude. And I, you know what? I, I I need to look at those lyrics or something because I could catch that vibe. I, it was very, it was almost as if they knew this is how it was going to end. And if that's how they end their whole career on, dude, the it's swan song. fitting. You know what I mean? It's epic. I don't know any other good word for it. It's epic. Again, there's movement. It goes places. It's long as shit. And it's actually upbeat. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. a totally different vibe. And maybe that's why it stuck out to me more than anything else. Like... It's almost tear-inducing, if not actually tear-inducing. Hell like, yeah! Damn, my dude. my favorite part of that song is in the beginning when it has the clean guitars and then it goes. Bing! He hits that chord. It's like. Yeah. Bing! It's like. That that open chord that he hits or whatever chord that he hits. It's like you know you just don't expect it and it like sets the pace of that song. You're like yes. With a number of their songs, it was just like. And he sings it all in Finnish too. Okay, so maybe that's why I got confused about the. I didn't notice that. Yeah, <laughs> so he's singing. Mean? He's because I, I I've listened to it a couple of times and I'm like, he's singing and and then I noticed I was like, oh, he's singing this song in his native language and then I, and then I went back and looked at it and, and the titles in Finnish as well and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, man. Uh, well, and it's another one of these things with their with all their songs. I noticed it's like they start off on the cleans and you're just like, are they gonna stay here? I wouldn't mind if they did. I I'm actually kind of okay with this. So it's just more. It's just that more awesome when they, they take it somewhere different, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's a whole... It's a movement in the most literal way. I love it. And if, again, you know, what a what a song to end your your, your, your neuron, right? Like, mm-hmm. what a say, grand I didn't know he was statement. singing in Finnish, but I knew he wasn't speaking Yeah, me English. neither. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I looked at the song, I was like, man, I would have sworn this title was in English when I first saw it, but okay. And now I know what it means, and I'm like, damn, I want to look up the rest of those lyrics. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, awesome. I do as well, because I've never looked up the meaning to yeah, it. Yeah, man, Life on Fire? Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Oh, man. So how do you top that, Jason? Uh, I top it with one you already said. There's a reason I was quiet about it. It's birth. Nice. There we go. That fucking delay on the... down, now, 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 down, now, 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 but then it just slides right into oh yeah, yeah. It's got the weird fucking like the big full fucking like what I always just call backwards chords. Um, you know, like it's because it hits really fucking hard after that. Really, like I mean, you fucking listen to the intro on this one. And it's like it's kind of one of those intros you're just like I'm just cool listening to this forever. Isis is really good at that. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, this doesn't even need to go anywhere else. I could just listen to this fucking thing for like a long time. And it's got the piano in there too. Mm-hmm. I loved like, when they added that keyboard player. It yeah, really opened the Fuck, it was, it's just like this intro. And then just fucking... 
and then you know, and then he's doing like again, like I swear to God, it's the nothing face, the nothing face screaming. I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. I swear. But the kicker, dude, is the fucking. Oh yes, yes. That fucking melody on that is the best. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. like that's. So the reason it's my number one, this is the one that really fucking hooked me on the band. Where I said, okay, I love the band. Yep, that's it. Yep. I'm, done. I'm like, that's it. You band. got my heart. It's yeah, all over with. Big time, dude. And it's like, it's one of those things. It's like Purple Rain, dude. If you're in the if you're in a certain mood, it could be the prettiest song ever. If you're in a different mood, it could be the saddest song ever. Like, and I actually looked at the lyrics and I'm like, uh, I wish I wouldn't have seen that. Yeah. So I'll just pretend like I didn't see it. Because yeah, I literally looked at them today. I don't know why. I was, I was like, The oh. lyrics for Purple Rain? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I already, I've known those forever. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. the lyrics for fucking Birth, I looked up the lyrics to see what I was, I've never bothered to look them up. I looked them up today, and I was like, eh. It's just normal, regular yeah, lyrics. Yeah, I was like, eh, it's not even anything close to what I thought it was. You know, so I was like, I'll just pretend like I didn't see them. I got my shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. and it changes. You know, and it's just, but it's one of those things where it's either the, it, it, well, and sometimes it's the prettiest and the fucking saddest song, or the most beautiful or the happiest song and the fucking saddest song. You know, and then at the end, they still have the fucking, but then there's the fucking, like with the fucking, yeah, those guitar players, tremolo picking, and it's just layer well after layer after layer, and it's just this huge build at the end of it. Actually, I just kind of thought of it, man. I mean, it's kind of built like an ISIS song. Yeah. You know, it's got the really mellow build. They probably up. definitely have some influence from You know, and then there. it's got the fucking huge layered outro. Like, and, you know, ISIS is probably the band, I think, that made the biggest living off of that. For um, sure. Plenty of bands do it, but, man, they did it a lot. And, and actually, I mean, you know, the way you, when you were talking with, um, I like, was it electric? No, Soul Carvers. Mm. Same thing. Like they have that just that huge ending. Yeah, it's, where it's, it's just massive. Big fucking, and it's just like goddamn. And it's like, super clean and super. That crisp. kind of shit makes me want to see them live. Like, because I could just imagine, you know, the ends of some of the those songs. The song I watched on and YouTube, then especially was that song like live. if it's the last song in the set, like how they end that off, and it's just like, that you could pick any one of these, almost any one of these, and have any of them with that big fucking ending. And I mean, I could just hear the crowd because they have those kind of melodies too. And if mostly it happens with the European crowd, but have them do the fucking, you know, the woes you know, with yeah, the melody yeah. line that you're currently like, and everybody fucking going along, maybe extended a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like at the end of your sure. set, like, oh fuck dude. Like that would, that, that's probably the main reason I would want to see these guys live. It would be to see maybe like the crowd singing along with that, those melody lines, man. And just hearing like it. Um, I don't know how raw they get live. I'm, I'll have to check it out on YouTube. But but this one, that's because that's the other thing about this song, too, that clean tone they get with that delay guitar at the start. Fuck, man. It's fucking amazing sounding. And it's really weird because it's, like, from 2009. I mean, it's not like, I mean, people have been getting great tones forever. Yeah. But it seems like nowadays, anybody can get fucking nice fucking tone, man. Like, we have all these kind of fucking computer gadgets to give you just amazing fucking tone yeah. on literally any instrument. And it's like, you know, that wasn't around then. So it's like, man. Yeah, like, it's knob yeah. tweaking and fucking yeah, dude, pedals like, and stomp boxes and shit like that. Yeah, and it's just, 
and that's you know one other thing I really liked about these guys was you know a lot of stuff is older. Um, it sounds like it came out today. Yeah, most def. You know, I mean, it's not super old, but I mean, you know, fuck, dude, they're just a fucking really cool band. Like, and I I do listen to them all the time. Like, there's lots of bands I fucking love that I just don't really kind of get to a whole hell of a lot, man. Yeah, like, for sure. Where this is one that comes up quite frequently still you know and i think maybe maybe i was kind of down when i first started listening to him you know maybe that's some of the appeal at the start of it fuck i'm not down now i don't oh you just love it dude yeah dude now it's just part of the whenever fucking, i want to listen to something 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 in that vein i did i always gravitate towards ghost Hell yeah I, and i listen to them a lot i listen to them a lot same as you like all the time oh sick Friggin' A. Do you got the top ten? I got the, the top Spotify top ten. By the, the way, just so you know, Spotify, if you're ever down, because we just did the biggest commercial for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're hit, not hit up your boys. <laughs> we just love Spotify. Yeah. We're not affiliated with Spotify in any way. Yeah. We just think it's awesome. Disclaimer. <laughs> uh, well, I will say on a because this is the note, other thing we do. We do the we do the top ten. Spotify list if we can get the ten. The, yeah, the 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 app on the computer was giving me grief all week, so I got to go with the one on the phone, which is the top five. Oh yeah, doing the five. Yeah. Yeah, because so, they don't have the ten. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. First off, you you gotta for for being a band that isn't that big, and being a band that's been been broke up since what two thousand fifteen. Yeah. They still have. 54,829 <laughs> monthly listeners. That is damn admirable, I must say. Nice. Still, and that, and, and, that, and, that, and that doesn't, wow. that, I, I, that's not like just people that follow you. That's your currently, that fluctuates all the time. Yeah. It goes up, it goes down. Oh, right on. So when people lose interest, your monthly listeners fucking go down. And uh, they, they still have fucking damn near 55,000 yeah, fucking people that that listen to them on a consistent basis yep. which is rad that is that's fucking admirable. way cool yeah so number five was my top uh song man alama on tulta or whatever it is sorry again finland but it's got 483,000 streams it's pretty damn good and that's their mm-hmm. number five number six we have aurora and that's 681,000 Number six, that's number four. Did I say six? I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. I was looking at the six on the on the streams. Number four. You call yourself a list reader. Uh, <laughs> math was not my strong suit. <laughs> Go find a math cast. Yeah. That actually is a thing. Shout out math cast. I enjoy the shit you guys oh, play. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three, suffocated. Came up a few times. I figured that one would be on there. Yeah. So it's at a mill, 161,000. Wow. Not bad. Yeah, Everything from here on is in the mills. That's... Amazing That's for really the number surprising, of bands, yeah. Actually. Number two, Departures, 1.4 mil. Freaking right on. And number one, we have Into the Black Light, 1 Wow, that's million. number one? Yeah. 1.8. Yeah, 1.8 mil, dude. That's their top listen song. That's a great song. I can see that, though, because there's a lot of clean singing. The, into does he scream the it at all? Black light, yeah, and then into the black light. Into the black the, light. The end part, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's not like they're on like a bunch of public playlists or anything either. So like the fact that it's getting that much on its own merits is pretty admirable. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, they they're actually. I wonder if we're gonna. I'm, I'm wondering when exactly. They're only we'll, on 20 years of seasons of mist. Yeah. Are the artist playlists? Um, they're on. Let's see. These are all just. 
they look just like, like user lists. Yeah, the the, the first one People is non metal slash Willie or Wild. The second one's Train of Thought slash Tommy. Then Jonas playlist, lately haunted by Joe uh, Joni V, which I think Joni V is one of the members in the band. Okay, I can um, buy that. Music is one, and then playlist by Veli Mati. So they're they're not even like my playlist. They're in is called Zorm, so it's X O R. Yeah, they're they're not even like the big the big playlists on that that are featured on Spotify, and they're fifty five thousand uh, monthly listeners. I'm wondering when we're gonna get to the point where it's like everything's been streaming long enough to where like everything's, everything's hundred million. Everything's already yeah, got yeah. one million. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like even the even the smaller artists have. They've already made it to a million streams. After eight years be, of being on Spotify, yeah, we finally got our forty-five hundred bucks. We are loved in Belgium and what is he South saying? America. Is it South America? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what he says? I can't remember. On, what he puts what? What's the, what do you on uh, singles? Fucking Matt Dillon. We are loved in Belgium. Does he say Belgium and know, Europe? I've never seen I think it. I can't remember what the I fuck. Still gotta watch that one day. This negative energy only makes me strong. <laughs> Bless me. Yeah, Matt but Dillon. I mean, I'm curious to see like. Yeah, when that level is. Well, when the smaller bands start hitting like a million, but you know, so the million just is the thing, but also like where those top dudes are gonna be, like Drake or fucking the Ed Sheeran guy and mm-hmm. Metallica, like that. Are well, already... some of those other guys are only hundred, hundred million. Yeah, you so know? I'm, I'm curious to see like in five years if this is still the thing where those fucking numbers are going to be like. Yeah, yeah like well, Ed Sheeran's in the, in the billions bill- already, isn't he? I think so. Let me see. Let yeah. me see. Let's see. And you know what? As much as anybody would make fun of him, he he does have some really good fucking songs, man. I love his like bluesy shit that he plays. I've never fucking heard a song. That of his. that song that he played on the Sons of Anarchy uh, soundtrack. It was hmm. um, uh, "Make It Rain" or, or "Let It Rain" or something like that. Well, something then I heard it. Dude, that song that song's amazing. I didn't know it was no, him. he's not. He's not. Oh, he's, no? he's he's uh, his top played song. Um, oh no, excuse me. He is. He's got. His top top played song is "Shape of You" and it is at two billion, three hundred three hundred thirty nine million ninety six thousand seven hundred and thirty six. As if one billion wasn't good enough. And he way. has sixty four point two million monthly listeners. <laughs> Hot diggity damn! Get it, get uh, it, little ginger boy. Yeah. You survived Game of Thrones. Why well, not? That is our episode on Spotify. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, no, sorry. Our top five, yeah. our top five Ghost, Ghost Brigade, Brigade songs. Yeah. Travis, thanks for coming. It's been a blast. Can't wait yes, to do it again. Thank you. Oh, Check yeah. them out with the Hero Within. Anything else you want to plug? Yeah, you can. If you like the metal side, uh, you can always listen to uh, the album Bringer of Plagues from Divine Heresy. You can listen to We Are One from the Bloodline. You can listen to Daylight Deception from The Bereaved. Divine Heresy is not on any streaming platforms. Which the record. sucks. Yeah, and um, I think that one of the members is responsible for that because it's definitely not the label. Um, somebody wanted to put a fork in the record and kill it, and they did. But you can find it on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, the Bloodline, The Bereaved, those are on Spotify. You can uh, State of Insurrection from Unslaved. Uh, that is on all streaming platforms as well. Um, heavy stuff, good stuff. Um, that's... That's pretty much about it. I'm working on some other stuff that's in the works, but it's nothing that I can really talk about right now. Those are the best kind. I'm waiting for the new Hero Within. Yep. I'm waiting for that one. 
I'm stoked on that big time. Mm. Lots of black metal on that one. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> Not really. I. They're all going to be wearing corpse paint and. It's, it's leather, but it's the different kind of leather than you're usually thinking. So it's going to be it's good. Hell bent for leather. Hell yeah. Suede. Well, thanks again, it's Travis. Sweater. And thank you all again for joining us today. Until next time, say your prayers. Wait, eat your vegetables. Hold on. <laughs> no, we got to keep that shit in, dude. Start again. All right. Eat your veggies. Fuck your prayers. Good night.